What is good, ladies and gentlemen? This is your mom's favorite threesome, and we've got your weekend recap ready to go for you. But the big news is COVID has struck again. Games are getting canceled, moved around, which is going to make for a fun week going forward. So we'll get you all prepared for that. Uh, but let's get the boys in here. Let's talk about uh, the weekend in sports. What's up, guys? What's up, man? What's going on? You doing all right? How was the uh, weekend? Not bad, man. Not bad. Was able to uh, to watch some games and everything like that, including the Colts taking care of business. So you repping your hat. Shout out, out. Colts Nation, baby. This is Fine, finally he said thirteen episodes in, he, he finally reps the Colts. Right. Hey, this is some, somewhat some of fan. a joke here because I happened to be walking by and I thought of what Antoine had said and I saw my Colts hat sitting there in my closet and I was like, let's go, baby. Colts Nation stand oh, up. Oh, my gosh. So, got the hat on, ready to go for the show. True Yankees. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, I was able to watch quite a bit of football this week. Uh, so, that was always great, including the, our pickums, which we'll get into as well. Uh, but overall, just a great weekend. So, how's that? I, uh, how's that? How's the fantasy teams looking? So, before we get into that, real quick, let's just dive in real quick and say thank you to the uh, TV gods, real quick. Because for those of you us who have YouTube TV, as Preston does, oh, you can't man. see us right now. Uh, YouTube TV lost ESPN. Uh, Friday night, couldn't reach a deal with Disney, so they lost ESPN right before bowl season starts. Yeah, so no a true ABC, dick move. no wow. ESPN, all that. So yeah, that was, that most was of us were shame. probably sitting here wondering, what the fuck are we going to do <laughs> <laughs> to yeah. get these games back? Where are we going to have to go to? Are we going to hit the transfer portal as far as streaming goes? <laughs> no, it was, it was, yeah, it challenged me, but I was able to overcome and still uh, watch some sports. Shout out Red Zone taking care of me. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, overall just a, a fun time. I, I was very or paying a lot of attention this weekend because, yes, it is fantasy football playoffs. Of course, in our league, I got screwed. We're not in it. We won't talk about yeah. that. But <laughs> yeah, Sam, we're not go, talk about I hope you go win, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But uh, another league, yeah, sitting in a good spot. Ready to uh, hopefully win this championship, and my team just decides to go ahead and take a bye week. Not sure what the hell that's all about, but yeah, that's exactly what happened. Because besides Aaron Rodgers, basically no one else uh, came to play. Because I don't know if you guys did. You guys get an opportunity to check any of that Bucks game last night? I was at the movies, but I've fallen no, on my phone. To watch it it was. I, it looked like yeah. a big old steaming pile of shit. First of all, yeah. I know. I mean, obviously, crazy. we'll really break that game down here in a second. Uh, but overall, like I said, I needed to. I, I had uh, Mike Evans, I had Fournette, and I had Gronk. Oh my gosh. And nothing, they weren't doing anything the entire game, so I'm freaking out. Uh, Fournette kind of started getting going. Out of nowhere, Fournette out, hamstring. Oh my Out of nowhere, gosh. Mike Evans out, hamstring. I'm like, what, dude, what there was is a, going bro, on? There was a glitch in the Matrix, like. Yeah, the bugs have like this past weekend, bro. Something happened. Like I don't I, know what's going on, yeah. but who who would have thought the bucks were going to go into that game and well, do what they did, bro? That's crazy. What, that's a good uh, starting point right now. Let's go ahead and talk about this game because I th- we all picked Tampa to win. I think we picked uh, Tampa to win. We all picked him to win. Big, yeah, Pretty big. I, I remember <laughs> Sam saying something about it, and uh, boy, did they disappoint. And you know what? Uh, the Saints are four and zero against the Bucks in the regular season last two years. That's ridiculous. So probably should have read into that a little bit because the Saints looked like a playoff team last night, and 
I, I, it's insane to think that neither neither team scored a touchdown, and the Saints win. I mean, that doesn't even make sense. The thing that doesn't make sense to me is I I don't think I can think of a time I can't think of a time when I saw Tom Brady lose his cool. No, oh, right? Yeah. Can you yeah. can you think of a time? I mean. I mean, I know he's yeah. a. I mean, I mean he's just an emotional saying, guy. So. He, no, he is. Like, he's a yeah. competitor. He's fierce. Yeah. But I've never seen him like slam anything. You know what I mean? Like, he looked human. I mean, did he really yesterday. tell? Did he really tell Dylan Solomon go fuck himself? I see. I someone said that, but I never got confirmation yeah. if that. If, I saw him run by Dylan Solomon. I saw, him, I saw him yelling. Yeah, and there was a lot of speculation what was all being said. Um, but wow. overall, yell something there. We see him throw the the iPad on the sideline. Yeah. There's just a lot going on there, uh, which is somewhat concerning because I felt like the Bucks were in a pretty good position to make a, a big statement last night uh, with some of these teams going down like the Cardinals. Uh, but now, right. the, now the Packers have a stranglehold on that number one seed. And the Packers probably should have lost yesterday, too. We'll talk they, about that, they too. I watched a lot of that game, too, though, and it, I never got the sense that the Packers were ever really in trouble. I never never felt that way. You always felt like Rodgers was a play away from making um, well, we'll talk, we'll, some more noise. But yeah. yeah, we'll talk about that here in a minute. But, I mean, the fun fact, uh, fun fact about that you said 4-0, the, the Bucks have literally scored three points in two home games against the Saints the last two years. That's crazy. Yeah, that's insane. Three. That is insane. So, uh, I mean, shout out to the Saints defense. They yeah. they hit that stride again. Um, Way to shut down the GOAT. Yeah, they <laughs> shut down. Yeah, Tad's been shut out, and I think something, something crazy, another crazy stat, he hasn't been shut out in, like, what, 17 years? Right. Yeah. It's stupid like 255 that. 255-game yeah. streak or something Unbelievable. Like and, I mean, like, let's not pretend, like, the Bucks were completely like healthy and everything out there because I mean Godwin we find out today he's out for the year. Wow. Uh, he torn is it MCL or ACL? I can't ACL. ACL. Yeah, ACL. Um, so he was out for a majority of the game. Then, like I alluded to, Mike Evans went down. Uh, Fournette went down. So he's losing all these weapons. And but even even before that, it all happened. You saw like he was just so uncomfortable uh, the entire game. Anything that was uh, open was just, uh, you know, small underneath passes that were, uh, you know, five, six yards, it seemed like. So, yeah, shout out to the Saints defense for really stepping up. And they they put themselves in a good position to uh, be a playoff team. Well, I knew you watch them and they just – during that five-game losing streak, you, they just needed to get by. And, of course, they played a majority of that five-game streak without Alvin Kamara. And, I mean, Kamara didn't do anything last night. I mean, the Bucks defense did work, too. If it wasn't, yeah, for, two, if it wasn't for two plays to Callaway, then, I mean, you're talking about an absolute defensive battle. Yeah. But, uh, you know, they wanted just to stay afloat. They get Kamara back, and then they could start making these moves because this end stretch, they got the Jets last week. They had the Bucks this week. They're going to get Miami next week. I mean, it sets up pretty well for them toward the stretch to make a, a playoff push to make for that wild card unless, the, you know, these injuries really pile up for the uh, Bucks and it starts to rail in them for the uh, division. But – you know, I mean, shout out to them. They they handled, they stayed afloat, and now they've got they've got two straight wins going into Miami, which sets up to be a pretty good little game. Yeah, uh, everything is in front of them for the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, the Saints just did what they needed to do, and that's get a win. Um, like you guys said, it's about getting into the playoffs right now for the Saints, and they're on a two game winning streak. Going against the Dolphins is not a bad matchup at all. Um, 
But, you know, like I said, honestly, I, I, I'm going to give the Saints all the credit in the world, but I just feel like this is just a glitch in the matrix. Like, there's no way you're going to tell me that the Saints are winning this game with Alvin Kamara rushing for 18 yards. I mean, he right? scored nine points. I mean, I would expect a blowout. Like there's, just, there's just like, you know, that that's I don't feel like this is never going to happen again. No. And, and they capitalize on it, you know. Right. So, you know, congrats to the to the Saints. Um I don't know what was going on with the Bucks. I know they're not 100% healthy, but I feel like I've seen Tom Brady win with less. Right. You know, so, but then again, it's a team game. It's not just Tom Brady, Tom Brady, Tom Brady. I know I keep pushing that, but. Sure. Um, obviously, obviously a lot has to come into play in order for him to be able to take a team to the next level. So uh, the Saints, congrats. They did what they're supposed to do. They came out there. The defense did big things, dominated, oh, yeah. obviously shutting down. Somebody uh, with you know that type of that a team with that type of offensive power, uh, even when unhealthy, <laughs> they still have a yep. strong offense. So to shut them down, congrats. Uh, you know, last thing I want to say about battle. the Saints here is obviously, like you just said, they put got the Dolphins next Monday, so a week from today yeah. at home. But then they've got the Panthers at home, and then uh, in the year at the Falcons. Like I mentioned, this this end stretch for them sets up so perfect, perfect. for them. I they mean, get they, they yeah. just need to get Kamara back and get healthy, yeah. and they can. And I probably thought the Bucks game was the one game they could lose, and then went out and be fine. Yeah. And it looks like right they now, got this win. yeah, they're looking. They're, they're, they're looking, looking good. I mean, Dolphins obviously continue to find ways to win here. Um, so uh, they're a hot team. I mean, it's two hot teams finding each other at the right time. Um, so it, that's going to make for a really, really good game, which is funny to say that if, you know, we would have looked, you know, a few weeks back looking at the Dolphins and Saints, you would not be saying that. And here we are, both 7-7. Yeah. Seven seven. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. I think we kind of gave up on them. But it's just like yeah. it just goes to show you, man, that it's a long season. Yeah, oh, You can't count anybody out unless you're the Lions. Yeah, well. <laughs> Well, I don't know about this week. But uh, let's go ahead and talk about the uh, Chiefs-Chargers game because this is going on last podcast. It was going on while we were recording, and then I ended up watching the rest of that game. And, man, what a game this was. Holy shit, it was. I mean, it went back and forth. The moment, you know, you thought maybe the Chargers were out of this, uh, they got right back in it, made some noise. Um, you know, Allen comes back in, dominates. I mean, it, there's all sorts of great things here. But the story is, I mean, when the Saint or within the Chiefs' offense is rolling, talk about holy, it. This is this is the it, this is the what the NFL is fearing the most. Talk about is it, when this offense looks like that. I mean, when yes. when you say that Kelt, <clears throat> when you say Kelsey's got ten catches and Hill's got 12 catches. Some good things are probably happening. Yeah, and that, no that resulted in Kelsey with 10 catches, 191 yards, two tutties. Uh And then Hill with the 12 catches, 148 yards, and a tutty. I mean, this is just stupid. I mean, it's, it's, that, it's ridiculous. It's, just, it's yeah. absolutely amazing what they can do when they get rolling. And just like that, guess who the new Super Bowl favorites are? The Chiefs. Yeah. The Kansas City Chiefs. The Chiefs I mean, are the kings of adapting, bro. It seemed like we were just – it was just the other day when we were sitting there and they were had a, a negative record with four losses already, and you're just like, what has happened to the Chiefs? Well, all of a sudden, what, six in a row? No, I thought it was like nine. I thought Eight it was nine. like six or seven. Okay, yeah. What? When they're nine and four, they're nine and four now, so they're ten and four. Uh, they're ten and four after the yeah, one against the Chargers. Here. So seven and seven, seven in a row. Seven in a row. Yeah, seven in a row. Yeah, seven in a row. 
Uh, amazing. Absolutely amazing. And guess what? Their, their schedule, not easy, uh, but you got the Steelers at home. You got the Bengals on the road and then the Broncos on the road. So it's not easy by any means, but very manageable for them to wrap up this number one seed. Oh, uh, yeah, absolutely. After what happened this weekend, I mean, definitely for, they can easily wrap it up. And let's not pretend like uh, Patrick Mahomes looked great in this game because he had moments of greatness, but there's a lot of run after the catch on a lot of these plays. Oh, yeah. And so uh, he's he's still not the same guy uh, that he was in the past. But you would rather be saying that winning games and having these big games. But he, I mean, there are multiple throws that he missed in this game. They he were, did, he were, did, but that fourth quarter and then, of course, into overtime, that was vintage Patrick Mahomes. And honestly, he did have some bad throws in this game. Uh, he had the turno- He had the two turnovers. I mean, he made mistakes, but in all honesty, this is the best Patrick Mahomes has looked in. <clears throat> A few weeks. I mean, 410 yards and three touchdowns. I, I mean, it, it, again, I agree with what Preston is saying. Get to watch a the lot game of after the catch because there's yeah, so I much just, stuff after the catch that happened. But that, but that, like yeah, loss. but I mean, that's but that game tying drive. Oh no, he, that game tying drive he, where he, he did this, exactly he, what he had you know, to do. plays and then that 32 yard run he had. Yep. I mean, this is. I'm not gonna. You know, I've been saying it. I've been saying the last few weeks that the Chiefs, the offense has not been right. Um. This was the first time this is what the Chiefs offense and the defense took a step back. Now, granted, they're playing Justin Herbert, who is an absolute machine. Uh, but they – they the, so the defense – it looked like a vintage Chiefs game where the offense decided to say, hey, we're going to take the reins. The defense is like, we'll just hang on for what we can, and then you guys just get us to victory, and they did. Absolutely. This is, this is what I was just saying earlier, alluding to earlier. It's – the Chiefs just have that ability to adapt to whatever they need. They're like they, they can do whatever they need to do to get the W, right? The defense the last few weeks has been, has been a talk. Yep. They've been the ones holding it down to, to to keep the Chiefs in the in that win streak. And then what happens on this game? Chiefs offense goes off, right? So it's just like you go out there and you look at the Chiefs, and we all agree that there's something missing. But I mean, I don't think we can say too much anymore because they keep getting the win. Right. Well, the offense. I mean, this is the so there's something. Something's off. There's like we we're used to seeing the Chiefs go out there and be able to dominate yeah. and, and look perfect, almost. You know what I mean? So almost perfect. So it's just one of those things where you see out there and you see them getting these rugged wins, and it's like, eh, what's going on? But quick question for you guys: Have they it. have they peaked too soon? No. No, I think they actually they're peaking they're at peaking, the right. They're about right, to start peaking. peaking. I think they're peaking at the right time. When you're on a seven-game win streak, that's people are going to ask. Right? You know, is it too soon that they've done this? But I agree with you guys. I, I don't think it is peaking no. too soon because they're just now becoming the Chiefs that we thought they could be. And you yeah, look at how the rest just, of the AFC is like turning out. Oh yeah. Um, and they're hitting it. They're 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 hitting the strides at the right time because you start seeing these other teams now start to fumble like they did uh, this weekend. And they're starting to take over back that mantle of being the top team yeah. in the AFC. 100%. Well, and it's just one of those things, too, where they had to do something because at the beginning of the year, we weren't talking about them being the playoff team. Right. right? So oh, they, yeah, had to make a tur- they had to do something. They had to make a turnaround, and that's exactly what they did. 
it's, it was definitely not full panic mode, but it was people were nervous. And, yeah, no, and, and sure, any Chiefs fan that tells you otherwise are lying through their teeth because yeah. that team did not look right. They were sitting three and four. I mean, that, that was just a tough position to be in. But yeah, you won seven games in a row and start putting up some numbers. Yeah, yeah, that fixes things pretty yeah, quick. But, yeah, I think at three and four, they at three and four they were sitting third in the division, and the Chargers were looking mm-hmm. like the new kings of the AFC West. And now you see the way that both teams, the Chiefs, our Chargers have been pretty, very up and down while the Chiefs are just continuing to skyrocket. So, I, it, obviously, their demise was greatly exaggerated. Um, but, uh, no, they, this is, this was, it was a huge win for them. Uh, they're just completely in the driver's seat right now, I think, in the AFC. I know we're talking about these last two games, and they're not easy. The Broncos, I think the Broncos are probably the easiest game. Uh, Pat Steelers and Bengals. Steelers so we'll at see. home or Steelers at away? I think it's in. I think it's at. It, it's at home. It's at home. Oh, yeah, it's in there. Right. Oh, yeah. that might be easy. Yeah. Um, I just think my question for you guys is, what does what does Patrick Mahomes have to do for you guys to feel confident in him? Like, do you feel confident in him? You can. I can honestly tell you. So I I said last night or Thursday was the best I saw him look, and a lot of that had to do with the second half. I mean, to be quite honest with you, the week before that, he goes twenty for twenty four for like two fifty and two touchdowns, and a completely great game managing, and they blew out the Raiders. So you could say the last two weeks he's actually looked more like Patrick Mahomes than the guy who was with eleven picks, you know, and had fumbling issues. Uh, just and making just weird decisions, so he's looked more and more like that guy that everybody knows him to be. Um, so right now, I have I have pretty much full trust in Patrick Mahomes right now, Perfect. going forward. Uh, so, I you know, like I said, watching that game, I mean, he had a really, 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 really bad throw that. The Michael Hardman one, where he just yeah. threw straight to the ground, he was wide open. I mean, it was a touchdown that he makes. I mean, 99 out of 100 He makes times. that throwing left-handed. Well, I was about to say, we see him do all these no-look passes stuff. He could have done a no-look pass to this guy. This guy was so open. And he threw it right into the ground, which you start wondering, like, what what is – what's going on? Why is he just not clicking the same way we're used to seeing him? So, yes, I have confidence in him. I mean, they're winning games, like we said, and they're doing it different ways. But he's still not there. I'm telling you, he's getting close. He's Would getting... you be surprised if, uh, if they, at the end of the season, said that he was injured? I, no, I absolutely not. I mean, no. something, something's been on. You know, I, I alluded to this, I think, in one of the first episodes. And I don't know how, if there's any truth to this or anything like that. But he is a new father, right? He had become a father before the season had started. And there was some talk about maybe, like, Lack of sleep, things like that, like father fatherly du- duties that it were. You said you brought this up on the pod before. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't. I, 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 I think I mentioned it like I don't know, second or third episode. I, don't I, don't, know. I, don't, I didn't know. There was something in there. This is a hot take. Uh, don't become a new father in the NFL. You're starting a well, quarterback. Just, you better be able to back it up uh, when you when you uh, get back out there. But anyway, also hire a good nanny by present standards. They're doing good things, so I, it's hard to be bashing them right now, especially like you said. I mean, four hundred what ten yards passing and all that. Yeah. But my, my last take on it is I just feel like maybe he's feeling the pressure of that contract a little bit. Well, I mean, anybody I, – I don't care so, who it is, if it's Tom Brady. I mean, $500 million, you're going to feel some of that pressure. Hell yeah. So, I mean, that's – yes. If that <laughs> was the yeah. game, then obviously, yeah, then he's pressing a little bit. <laughs> but here's the thing is you notice that they 
that that offense, they knew something early on wasn't working, and you could tell that they were pressing. They were trying, you know, trying to hit the big plays, you know, him trying to throw it into window, him trying to do too much of what has worked for him, those Patrick Mahomes like magic moments. Um, they weren't working for him. So he, they've now gone to – they have started taking what the defense is giving them. They're making uh, smarter decisions. You know, they've had some rem- some resemblance of a running game, even though I still don't think that running game is much of anything. And you know, the Chargers game, they basically gave up on the running game in the second half. So, but it's starting to come around more. I mean, obviously, that the Raiders game is probably the most complete game they've played all season. Uh, so you just want to see that kind of consistency. I mean, the last two weeks, it's if see Patrick just build on that and keep going, then I think you really start seeing the okay, he's fine. Yeah. You know, get ready I NFL. Think, well, I think he's fine, man. It's it's crazy we're having this conversation about Patrick Mahomes when he's literally he he has over four thousand yards passing and thirty touchdowns, right? Which how, just how many interceptions he at right now? Thirteen. So Which it, but it's just it, it, it alludes to how yeah, great he's solid. been. Oh sure, yeah. You know what I mean? And if we're talking yeah. about you know th- those are Pro Bowl numbers to me. Yeah. So oh, yeah. It's just like it, it, it's crazy how great he he has been for us to be like. What's wrong with Patrick Mahomes with over oh, four thousand yeah. yards? Well, it's just that he doesn't. So. I mean, in one, he used to get away with all those like magic moments and different games where he's not getting away with them as much this season. But right. also, dude, he's made a lot of stupid fucking mistakes. Yeah. Like, he's, he's made, made some bad, rookie, some some bad throws. throws yeah. Now, that being said, i say probably he's had 13 interceptions. Probably say about five or six of those have been on the receivers. Because I don't true. know how many times I've watched Tyreek, uh, Miko, uh, Tri- uh, Kelsey, and just go off their hands in the course, and it's just fluttering in the air. And, it, and, and at that point, it's just like holding your breath, just hoping they don't come down with a pick. So it, it hasn't all been on him in those decisions, but he has made some terrible decisions this season that you just don't see from him. Yeah. Well, they finish up Thursday, and they're feeling pretty good about things. Mm-hmm. But they were sitting behind the Patriots. Who? Well, Whoa, Saturday wait. happened. Didn't me and you pick this? Huh? Me and you picked yeah, this. Yeah, you picked it. We yeah. picked the Colts. Yeah. yeah. Let's go. So Saturday comes, and we were supposed to get two games. Of course, the Browns game gets moved to tonight, which that's what we're watching right now. 13-7 in the fourth quarter. Need Chubb to get going here. Shout out, fantasy team. (laughs) Uh, But Saturday night, Patriots, Colts, and boy, did the Colts look good. And I know Jonathan it, Taylor looked good. Well, the defense looked good for that, that, a that, that's true. That's that game. The, the Colts' defense. They made – I mean, and look, we've been talking about Mac Jones. He's just doing, like, enough to get by because he's a game manager right now and just has to manage the offense and all that. They made him look like a rookie. Oh, yeah. I that, mean, this is the first time, like yeah. absolute rookie. He put up some decent numbers. He's one yard shy, shy of 300 yards, two t- touchdowns, but two interceptions. Problem was the I mean, they were out of this quick and just never could really get back in this. And they don't play from behind. That's not what the Patriots do. They're not built for that. They're not built for this. They're built to play defense and run the football and uh, let Mac Jones make, you know, uh, throw here and there. Well, they played from behind, and, uh, man, Jonathan Taylor, I mean, absolutely just going off. I mean, 170 yards and a touchdown. 
29 carries. He just continues to be the workhorse and absolutely represents. I mean, it's it's incredible to see what the Colts have done, and now they've put themselves in a pretty good position to finish this year strong. This upcoming Saturday, which we'll hit on our Thursday uh, preview, I mean, they got the Cardinals on the road. Uh, and the Cardinals are looking pretty suspect at Cardinals the moment. Cardinals are on the ropes right now. They're in a very, very odd um, position. We'll get to that in just a second. But then they're at home against the Raiders and then at, on the road against the Jaguars. Colts can easily go 2-1 two and, two and one in this stretch, maybe 3-0. and oh. And um, yeah, they can finish this, finish this yeah, year strong, 11-6 and six possibly. So And taking that division because yeah. right now the, As I say, the Titans, the Titans are oof, very we'll vulnerable. We'll talk about that in a second too. But ultimately, I just think the Colts have become that team where I don't think anyone wants to play them right now. No, the Colts, the Colts have an identity. They know their game, right? Let's play defense and give the ball to who? Jonathan Taylor, right? So they, they understand that. I don't know what the did Carson Wentz get injured? No, he, he just no, they, they he just, just like they just did, no, they just did not let him throw the ball because yeah. they knew exactly what could happen. <laughs> I mean, Jonathan fair, Taylor had Carson Taylor, Carson Wentz. If the Patriots defense could catch, he had three picks, easy. Yeah. One went right through the linebackers' yeah, hands, and then yeah, Jeez. no, he is the, he is not not living up to what they kind of need him to be because he's still making some of those dumb things and all that. But that goes back to the Colts, man, is where you've got a guy who can throw for less than 100 yards and still win and a big-time football game they, against Bill Belichick in that defense. Yeah. They're just sticking to what they do, man. They play defense and run and give the ball to Jonathan Taylor. Because they and got playmakers. They, and that's what they need to do for yeah, these they do, next. Yeah. They, they do. And that, but, I mean, what's working for them right now is giving him the ball and just using that defense. And that's what they've been sticking to, and they should continue to stick to it. I don't think they should change up anything. If anything, Carson Wentz needs to, I, I would say, have a few more passes because I feel like that would open up the run game a little bit. I think he had 12 passing attempts. Right? Well, Michael I, I Pittman like getting ejected really doesn't that, help. And that was yeah. a terrible, terrible call. I have no idea where that came from. If anything, I get why the uh, Patriots guy got ejected, but Pittman had nothing to do with that, and they both got ejected. That was a terrible call, in my opinion. Um, but on the flip side, we're talking about how good the Colts are. The Patriots go from the number one seed to they've got an interesting uh, way to end this year. Um, Sunday, Bills. Obviously, uh, weather permitting, it's going to look a lot different than the last meeting. Uh, I think uh, Josh Allen's going to be able to throw the ball a little bit more. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> man, Patriots could also be staring at 9-6 and six pretty quick. And, um, I mean, they've got the Jaguars at home, but to finish the year at the Dolphins. And, I mean, that puts us in another spot to where Patriots go 1-2 and two in this next couple games. I mean, it's definitely possible. I mean, it, uh, they're going to have to bounce back and bounce back quick. Now, great thing is they've got the right guy in charge to definitely bounce them back. You know, Mac Jones, this is going to happen as a rookie. I mean, you look at the two guys who were the talk of the offensive rookie of the year and Mac Jones and Jamar Chase, and they didn't do shit. I mean, Mac Jones looks like a rookie. Uh, uh, it's funny that Jamar Chase got shut down by another rookie. But, uh, you know, these things are going to happen. Oh yeah, this type of shit's gonna happen, and uh, it's you know just one of they just ran in kind of a bus all you know the Colts have been hot lately, uh, they you know Jonathan Taylor I mean, I'm gonna stick on Jonathan Taylor real quick. This guy is absolutely unbelievable. He was unbelievable in college, and it's just carried on 
to uh, the pros. Um, you know, look, I, this is going to be a hot take. Like throwing it out there, and I know he's injured, but Jonathan Taylor might be the best running back in that division. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, hey, anyway, bro. Here's the, th- here's I, I, the thing: Jonathan Taylor is hot, bro. I understand that. Actually, let me hear your point before I say. Russell. So here, this is the reason why. This is what stands out to me because you look at you look at Der- Derrick Henry had really the one great year in college, and he was it was fantastic. No, he really. I mean, he had. He won great year in college, and it was his Heisman Trophy year. You look at Jonathan Taylor's career, he had three great years. Oh, yeah. Had 900 attempts in three years at Wisconsin. 900 attempts for a college running back to come to the NFL, most teams are going to say. And it's probably a good reason why he fell to the second, uh, second round. But then this guy just comes in. He's already 500 carries two years in his career. He's already got almost 3,000 yards. He's got 1,500 this year. We'll see with three games left where that ends up. I mean – Good shot to run for 2,000 this year um, just to do exactly what Derrick Henry does. But he just has – for a guy, he's not built like Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry's like your prototypical, like, just power back. Mm-hmm. But he, Jonathan Taylor just does not slow down. Right. I mean, he just he just keeps going. He's like the Energizer Bunny. He just keeps coming at you. <laughs> and then he fucking breaks one, and it's over. I mean, this guy – I mean, look. I'm going to give Derrick Henry respect because he's earned it. He's still the best back, even though injured. I mean, it took him three weeks for someone to finally pass him. But I'm just saying, get into next year. There, There is legitimate conversation that Jonathan Taylor could be named the best back. I, I don't disagree. I don't disagree. I, I'm telling you right now, the, the way he runs the ball, like you said, he just keeps going and going. Derrick Henry is very interesting. If, if you notice, if he doesn't break a long run in a game, He's very suspect to have, like, you know, a 50-yard game, stuff like that, as opposed to having these 160-yard games. Now, you obviously argue, well, he keeps breaking them. Well, okay, that, that's true. So sure. I, I agree he is the best back right now, but it's gotten closer. I'll say this about Derrick Henry, and it's, and it's kind of in the same vein of what Adrian Peterson was. Adrian took a lot of, like, shots in the back, in the backfield. Like, he had a lot of, like, lost yards plays, and then he would break them. The same thing happens for Derrick Henry. And the best backs, they just, that's what they did. They'll take those you know, lost plays, but you just keep feeding the rock, and then they're going to bu- eventually bust it open. Well, if you notice, I mean, he's not – Derrick Henry is not a good short yard runner. runner. Uh, there's, I've read a couple things about why they think that is and everything. One thing saying, like, he takes such big, like, steps and everything that the way he has to his operate stride. – His strides, yeah, are, are different that – it's not op- it's not set up to be that third and one you know kind of running back, which is funny because you think well he's big breaks a lot of tackles it'd be he's not set up that way. That's where Jonathan Taylor's more of like the complete back in that sense. But Derrick Henry, I mean he's he's the king, and until they get a fair shot of both being uh, you know healthy at the same time, yeah, it's just not fair that they, not he fair got hurt. To say, we yeah, can see him. That's, that's can, oh, we can, wow, it's not fair. We can. Guys. We couldn't see him at uh, these two in the game in two games together. Hey, I was quick. literally going to make that point. Hey, you guys took it out of my We're here talking, watching this game. <laughs> Nick Mullins, man, he's making some throws to, yeah, to finish this game here. Nick Mullins is a bit of a gamer. It was you know? funny. Four years ago, he was a starting quarterback. Just got paid money and all this stuff, and yeah. then all of a sudden he's – Third string for the Browns. <laughs> well, they, the Niners decided they wanted to go with Jimmy G well, instead of him. Yeah. So, anyway, let's uh, jump through a quick a few of these games real quick. Uh, Bills Panthers. 
This game never in doubt. Bills took care of business, which was an important touchdown. Win. Chubb. Yeah, I they mean, needed this I win. just got a Chubb. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. Um, scored again. Yeah. Oh man, I think That's, you're good, bro. No, well, I oh, flagged it. We've got. I'm about to riot. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody get the camera ready because I'm about to throw. Oh Hang man. On. Okay, so the real quick, of- holding. Oh, horse shit! <laughs> Uh, God, that sucks. So, um, the Panther, the uh, Bills Panthers game one. The secondary for the Bills is really good. So anybody who has issues with the Bills secondary, it's that's understandable. That being said, PJ Walker, Der- Sam Darnold, one of them's got to start the rest of the season. Cam's not. Cam's. I don't even care where the Panthers are at right now. Cam's not the guy. That's where I was. I, I watch. I watch some of those highs, and I watch that final, even the final drive when they're down. 31 something. I don't care if he didn't give a shit or whatever, but that last pick he threw, he legitimately threw it right to the guy. I've been and, waiting for this conversation. And, all day, uh, so I'm, he just, I just, I mean, I'm so, I thought when he was coming back, I thought it would be a nice spark plug. And even that game they lost to Washington, I still thought he played well and gave them, uh, gave them a chance. But man, I just don't know, man. It just somewhere along the way, but that Panthers organization right now kind of seems to be in flux. So, I don't know, but... I don't even think the Panthers are really... Look, again, I'm not saying Kim is the greatest quarterback. No. Right? And I haven't made that argument the whole the entire time since they announced him coming back. All I said was... Cam is better than a lot of quarterbacks in the league. He's so down right now. <laughs> sorry, bro. No, I, sorry, I, I, I completely understand what you're saying, and, and with that, And with that being said, Cam, you know... Coming into this situation, learning this offense, learning the team, he has, you know, the quarterback is the most important position on the field, and you have mm-hmm. to have that chemistry with your teammates. Yeah. You can't come in midseason and expect to have that chemistry with your teammates just because you're Cam Newton. You understand what I yeah. mean? So, you know, he had 15 carries for 70 yards and a touchdown, and threw for 156 on the touchdown, but you're right, their interception was trash. And he, well, he um, missed a lot of like, He missed yeah, a lot, he missed those, a lot of throws, mean, but it's – it's, it's it's so much that goes into that, and Cam knows he has to play better. What a cut by De'Aaron. Wow. That was a nice yeah. cut. Now, uh, Cam knows he has to play better, but at the same time, dude, the, the, what are the Panthers doing? You know, yeah. what, what type of offense are they putting in place? Like, to me, they don't have McCaffrey, so they then they fired their, their coordinator. It's just like it's so much going on. It's like – Cam keeps getting put in these awful situations, and all of a sudden he's looking like this awful player. Well, to and be I just fair, would love to see him in a good situation where he actually has an opportunity to well, master a system. And can can the Cam Hater talk real quick? Well, real quick, uh, but I'll let, I'll give you yeah, the floor in a second. But real quick, here's the thing: the offense. I totally understand the offense part we were saying, but as far as like chemistry with guys, uh, I don't know. Preston's. Uh, oh, he might run that in. All right, that was a touchdown to uh, – and there's a flag. So, uh, real quick, but it's not like he's never had chemistry with uh, some of these guys on this offense. Uh, DJ Moore, McCaffrey, now McCaffrey went down, but he's played with these guys before, so he has some chemistry. The off, Like I said, the offense thing, I understand. But at the same time, too, and it's not even was – when he first came in, it's not like it was a bad situation. They were still technically in the playoff hunt. And then he just – he played like shit. But something, was, something wasn't right. Especially for them to fire their offensive coordinator in the middle of the season. Good job, Isawa. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I get, I get that. It, it's something, something. Oh my gosh, he was so open. Uh, but something, something wasn't right. So that's why I'm like, I don't know. Like I know I can't keep giving Cam the, this these passes, 
But I mean, something something's off. And, yeah. and like you said, they're playing the Bills, whose secondary is elite. Really? Even without and, even without Tre'Davious White, you're going to look bad against the Bills. I mean, let's not forget they still have freaking Josh Allen, who was yeah. the talk, like you know, one of the favorites to win the MVP this year. No, no, uh, losing to what, the Bills point, is losing yeah. to the Bills isn't a bad thing. It's just. Yeah. Right. Even when they had game, the t- I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna give it to Preston here a second. This is his time. But even when they had moments to even still get back into the game, something just came. Now, granted, too, they lost their fucking kicker in pregame. Uh, <laughs> they're out there taking, letting PJ Walker kick extra points. Jeez. All right, so this, this is where two. we go from there. All right, Camden in his last twelve starts as a Panther. What do you think his record is? In his last 12 starts? Yeah. I would say he made a four, a four wins. Three and nine? Three and nine, four. Four wins. He's 0 and 12 in his last 12 <laughs> starts. If that's not enough reason to go, eh, maybe he's not the guy. I, I don't know what else there is. It, despite, Nobody's saying he's the guy, though. You're throwing him out? What's up? I'm not saying What's he's not, the savior for the franchise. For a second, they he were kind of in point. playoff contention. Yeah, yeah, I mean, the defense were. was solid enough. I know, I mean, lose, having McCaffrey, losing McCaffrey, I know that sucks. You fire OC, all this stuff going on. Cam can't throw. And if you can't throw the football, there's just there's going to be issues. I mean, it's not like, it's not like we're uh, – you have Jonathan Taylor, you know, a running back back there, you know, ripping up long runs and be able to run the football consistently. No, you got Chuba Hubbard in there who can do nice things at times, but he's not the guy, right? Got to move away from Cam. That, that's all there is to it. I, I watched a little bit of this game, and just at times you're just like, this guy just doesn't have it anymore. And guess what? He was so fun to watch for a while, the MVP season, his Heisman Trophy season. He had the talent. It's just not there anymore. He needs self on the sunset. I hang his hat. Made me go work for the Panthers in the office, you know, front office or something like that. He's done. Stick a fork in him. He is done. I'm just not willing to say that the Panthers' downfall was because of Cam Newton. No, the no, reason, no, 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 And the reason, and the reason they bought Cam Newton in is because they decided to build a team around Sam Darnold, right? But again, right. The, these, right? But again, and McCaffrey obviously is the best offensive player on the best player on that team. Yeah. And if he's not in there, and your your offense is structured to give him the ball, feed him the ball, you know, drop him, you know, drop him the ball. It's like, what are you doing? Well, again, it's not you watch it, and even I'll even go to this with Darnold. Even when Darnold was really starting to struggle, you know, McCaffrey is out. Their second best offensive player is DJ Moore. And you watch some of the games they would do with DJ moving him around. It was like, okay, they're still putting up points, and they can make this offense work without McCaffrey. And then they just stopped doing it, and they just fell apart. I'm not putting all the blame. Obviously, Cam's not shouldering all the blame. No, absolutely. Um, but he just – man, it's, it just sucks to watch a guy who, was, who had such a you know great career – that it's just, you know, it's come down to really to how it's been like the last few weeks. And um, it's just, and unfortunately, you know, I I've give, I gave him all the chance in the world because I thought coming back to the Panthers, he gave him a good shot to, you know, stay in the playoff hunt. I didn't know if they're, I doubted they were going to make it, but he gave him a shot. But, man, it, 
It just hasn't worked out. I'm sure they'll throw him back out there for next week, so we'll have more. At, what, at some point, the Panthers are just going to say, what do we have to lose? Yeah. I mean, if they want to let Cam run, I mean. I mean, that is favorite, I, guess, I, I don't know. I don't know what you do. Anyway, we'll have more to talk about him next week if we can get into. But the big story of the weekend was the Detroit Lions, the worst team. Holy shit. In the NFL, quote, unquote, uh, beat the Arizona Cardinals. And let me tell you guys, you guys have been on me all year long about my takes on the Lions. But I watch a lot of these Lions games, and, dude, they're a, a, a weird, good football team. I've legitimately said they've been in every game at side except one. Well, the Denver, game, saying, the Denver game, they fell out. But except the Philly game, they've been in every game for most of the game. I missed the Denver game because... That they was, were in the again, first half. Well, I know, but I mean that was a death game. You can't you can't fight death games. I mean you can't. I would I, like I said I would have changed my pick had I uh, had I known that. Um, anyway, they go out there and they don't just win. Oh, they kick. That's ass. so Derek Carr. Uh, they kick their ass. I mean, absolute kick their ass. This game was never in question. And they took care. Yeah, make the cheek no, smack. Yeah, that's what that's it was. A, that was that's a thank you for me because uh, my opponent had Kyler Murray, and uh, oh. you guys pretty much just uh, <laughs> put him in a fucking blender and yeah. just held him in check. Well, this is where I want to go with that. Is here's the deal: they've come back, and uh, Kyler Murray is not playing the same. I mean, there's just and now, granted, Hopkins not being there, that sucks. I mean, you yeah. lose, you know, maybe the best second best top three receiver in the NFL, you're going to look different. I mean, it's just going to sure. happen. But Kyler... I mean, but he still dude, has enough weapons to not... He's got a lot of weapons. We, we talked about... Awful, Let me tell you this, you know? and this is not just because of fantasy, because I've got James Conner. <laughs> he's been the absolute savior for this team while Kyler was out. James Conner has absolutely balled out this season. Really good way to kind of get his career back on track and everything. And the moment... Uh, Chase Edwin, Edmonds comes back. You also just cut Connor's workload in half. I completely disagree with this. No, I disagree too. It, it didn't make any sense. Connor could never get in a rhythm. He had eight carries, and it's like that's if you. How many did Edmonds you, have? Uh, six. And what was it? How many yards averages they have? Uh, Ed, well, Edmonds eight point eight, and Connor four point nine. He, now he had a long twenty three yard. We had a twenty three yard run. Edmonds did. Which I mean, obviously helps. Yeah, and I mean, they're nearly half his yards in one run. Now I'm gonna get to that, what, I'm gonna, what I'm gonna allude to here in a second. My, but my thing is, uh, Connor's been a touchdown machine. I mean, you get him down in the red zone, and he already got one thing taken away with him getting Kyler Murray back because all of a sudden Kyler Murray's taking touches away down there, mm-hmm. and that's fine. I, I'm I'm okay with that, but. In this situation, you've got a good thing going. The one constant thing in this offense has been James Conner. And all of a sudden, like I said, Chase Edmonds comes back. You have no idea how he's going to play and all that. And you just split carries. I don't I don't agree with that. They fell behind early. I understand they couldn't get the running game going because of that. But very, very weird game. Um, but they did get Ertz involved. And you said you alluded to that last episode. And I do agree with that move. I think that was really good. I think A.J. Green's got to step up and be that guy. But just like that, the Cardinals have put themselves in a position at 10-4 and four to be like, I really don't know how good this Cardinals team is anymore. Yeah, and we're now in – we're kind of in like fraudulent 
like you know, like pre- pretender yeah. instead of contender type talk. Ooh. Like for the Cardinals, yeah. I don't. I'm not going to say that one game. But, no, no it's two not one games. Game. They lost to the two Rams. Games. I mean, they lost to the Lions. But I mean, they you also, find we were in a just position. we were just saying like they're legit because they won with Kyler without Kyler. I know. And yeah, then Kyler comes back and he's not looking great. They lost to the fucking Lions, dude. I know, bro. <laughs> I, I they lost to the Lions. They also <laughs> lost the top receiver <laughs> in the league. I too. get that, so, but here's hey, they've got the Colts, and Kyler's coming back off the Colts, injury. Cowboy Seahawks. That is a tough way Colts, to Colts, Cowboys, yeah. Seahawks. Oh, that here's is a the thing. rough way yeah, to finish the season. Yeah, that's a rough way to finish the season. Here's, we're talking about Kyler didn't play well, which you're right. The defense has taken a big step back. Whether that's losing J.J. or not, I couldn't tell you. I'll say this. The play calling was bad on Sunday. Yeah. Uh, that's what I was alluding to with those uh, running numbers right there with those guys. Even when they were down, I mean, they're down – uh, probably they, it's not 27 they're down maybe like 14 they're down 14 or something they still even on those drives they ran the ball and they ran the ball really well and it wasn't just little five yard plays it, they were picking up chunk plays in the Explosive, run game and yeah. they just stopped going to it and it's just like you have to just you have two guys who Connor who's obviously been awesome this year and then Edmonds who actually at times has been really awesome as well yeah. the great thing the Lions did is they took the run game away from Kyler Kyler had, I think, maybe three yards. I think at one point he had negative one yard rushing. Wow. I mean, they took that away from him, and they just kept him focusing on passing. But even then, you've got to feed that two-headed monster of Edmonds and Connor. You've got to give that, those guys the ball as much as possible. And Kingsbury, he shit the bed. I mean, and I think he shit the bed twice in a week. And someone brought up a great point online. that they ask, They're asking, is Kingsbury – Worrying his way out of being coach of the year onto being fired after this season. Wow. Especially with those three games left, they go one and two. They go 11 and six after where they were at. Yeah. Well, they did they did this last year, too. They started off, I think, I think it was six and four to start last year. Mm-hmm. And then they, what is that, uh, 16 games? So um, went, what was it, one and they won one game after that, so what is that? One and one and six. Uh, I know the math line. Anyway, so they're showing signs of trailing off towards the end of the season, and here we are in the same position to where that offense does not look like the offense of old. That defense definitely does not look that the same. They're in trouble. They're in trouble. I think they're a soft football team that has lost their their uh, their, their edge. edge. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know who they are anymore. I it mean, am, It amazes me how out of sync a quarterback can get from his, with his team after missing a few games. Yeah. Right? And that's exactly what Kyler looks like. And that's what Russ looked like when he first came back, yeah. too. Like, it's just, it's, it's just crazy to me how how that happens. But, yeah. you know, this is, this is NFL, man. The best athletes. It's tough to win. Best football yeah. players in the field. The, the NFL world. is hard, so, guys. Yeah, yeah, it's not. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that Oh yeah, because we're, we'll we're, we're, we're one game away from that, and and uh, we yeah. will touch on that. Next game I want to touch real quick is Dolphins Jets. Um, you know, er, Jets looked were on the Dolphins early, and Dolphins just kept battling back, battling back. And uh, man, I'll tell you what, two has put together. He had a couple of interceptions this game. Um, he threw a bad, but, a really bad one late, but he still. Showing signs of he's 
progressing. He's progressing. He's making some good good throws. Manager. Yeah. Doing good things. The big surprise of this game was. Did you all know Duke Johnson was still in the league? Hell no. I, did, I had no I idea. Dude, did, I, I, yeah. Duke Johnson goes for 22 carries, 107 yards, and two touchdowns. To be Never honest with you, that. as good as Miles Gaskin <laughs> has been for them, I mean, they haven't had a – I mean, he's not an explosive running back. I mean, he's no. a good five-yard, maybe even like a 10- to 12-yard guy, but he's not breaking off big runs. Nope. Yeah. And it's something they've been kind of lacking in that offense. And so they get Duke Johnson in, and he not only that, but Duke Johnson can help out in the pass game as well. Yeah. well so, I mean, it was an impressive game, and, they, and the Dolphins just signed him to the contract uh, with them. So really a great sign for him. But the you're right, the Dolphins – Offense has been very. I mean, obviously, it's a dink and dunk offense, but it's one of them. What five, six, six in a row? Six in a row. Six, six in a row. row. Man, I mean, it, it's getting the job done. That defense has fought, has looked like the defense everybody thought they were going to be. Uh, the offense has been efficient. They're not flashy, but they've been efficient. They have playmakers on that offense. I know Jalen Waddle was out with COVID, but he'll be back. Devontae Parker's healthy. They're not going to have Will Fuller. Which whatever, but they got uh, Mike Gusecki. I mean, they've got playmakers. I mean, they've got a chance to sneak. They can backdoor this What's into the playoffs. I was going to say, let me tell you the schedule. Because I mean, they did because just play the Jets too. It, it's it not. It is impressive what they've done. I mean, but they've won sure. six in a row. Yeah. But they find themselves Monday Night Football next week at the Saints. Yeah, it's going to be a tough one. At the Texans. All right, excuse me, Titans. Excuse I don't. Uh, that that be, might be a toss-up game. That'd be game. kind of a toss-up game right there. And then at home against the Patriots. So let's see what they do. Like I, you got one and two. I appreciate you want to what they done, but like I said, it's easy to look good against the Jets too. And I know they won six games in a row, so I'm not taking anything from them. But let's see what they do these last three games. And yep. Well, and go from there. And two is never going to be like, in my no. opinion, two is never going to be like the quarterback to go out there and get you 4,800. Two is going to no. be a 3,500 yard passer or 3,500 yards a year type quarterback with maybe 25 plus touchdowns. So if they can get like a really good. Run game, run game going behind him. Uh, that would I, I'll be interested to see what the Dolphins do. It's yeah, no, for sure. I mean, uh, once again, the, six games in a row. I don't care. We just talked about hard how hard it is to win in the NFL. Uh, six in a row, very impressive. Tough. They got some good wins over that stretch too. Yeah, tough, tough schedule to finish. But yeah, we're about to find out how good the Dolphins really are, and it's that defense that they've really relied on, and it's it's done it's done good for them. You talk about how the Cardinals are soft, and a lot of that probably preludes onto their head coach. I mean, he is a Texas Tech guy. You know, <laughs> I mean, Texas Tech head coaches tend to be soft. Oh, Our Texas Tech guys throwing too. the shade. <laughs> but anyways, Damn. the Dolphins take uh, they take their key from their head coach. And Brian Flores, who is an absolute gritty fucking dude, and he fucking rocks. I love Brian Flores. Yeah. I think he's an awesome coach. I think we're about to watch the Browns lose this game, and that's oh insane. I get it. They have so many players wow. out. I mean, it, it's unbelievable. But we literally just watched Derek Carr march down the entire field, and now they're going to kick a game-winning field goal. Pretty much the epitome of Derek Carr's career was these last two drives for them. He throws a terrible pick, and then he leads them right down to drive to score. Yeah, that's a great point. Get ready, Green Bay. He's coming next year. (laughs) All right. right. Next game, Cowboys-Giants. Don't really have much to say about this game. It was kind of a... uh, a kind of a snoozer, to be honest. It was. Um, Pollard continues to show he might be the the real back in Dallas. 
I know that's a hot take with Elliot, but man, he he looks he explosive. Made it. That's that sucks. Wow. I can't believe that. Um, oh, they call a timeout. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this game is crazy. Go ahead, Pete. <laughs> Wow. Okay. We can't even focus on no, this. I know this is crazy. Right now. Uh, look, he's the hey, the big the big news is I, I, Sam pointed this out, and I, I'm telling you right now, I'm scrolling through uh, the stats of this game. Where's Parsons at? Where's, <laughs> where, where, where's he at on this? One assisted oh, tackle. Is. One tackle. One assisted tackle total. <laughs> Wow. NFL's easy, boys. After a week of saying how uh, easy the NFL was. NFL's easy, boys. Here he is. Could have very well just lost himself the defensive player of the year because, in, which we'll get to in actually next game, uh, T.J. Watt continues to be a man on a mission. Uh, but, yeah, like I said, we'll get to that in a second. Cowboys take care of business. That's all that matters. They're just needing to win nice. football games right now. That's what they're and doing. And back down the middle. That's big. That was a way better kick than the last one. Way there better. It is. Wow. Cleveland. Wow. Sorry, man. That's, wow. that's unfortunate. We'll explain what that means going forward here in a second. Uh, but Cowboys, like I said, win, nothing flashy. Dacked it, looked great. But they ran That's the a big well. issue right there. It's yeah. starting to become a big it issue. It is becoming an issue because how how many games are we going to continue to say, eh, Dak was off, eh, Dak. They're a good enough team, like I said. I think they can make some noise. But it all comes down to Dak. I mean, yeah, and, and he has no reason to be playing like this. No. He has all mm-hmm. – if, if, if healthy. Right. If healthy, if he – you know, even 90%, Dak has all the talent around him. In the world, and look, they've got a not an easy schedule to finish the season either. They've got Washington at home, which Washington just played them really tight. Uh, they've got the Cardinals, and then they're at or at the Eagles. So, yeah, I mean, that's schedule. not an easy way to finish the season. They could be very well looking at a eleven and uh, eleven and six. You know, best or worst case, I, I didn't get a one win in there, but. It starts with Washington. That's going to be a really big game for them. They need they need to come out and look good against them, and Dak needs to get going because that offense got a lot of firepower in that offense, and that offense is not putting. So, up what do you feel like? What do you feel like they need to do to to take it to the next level? No Dak. I mean, Dak is no, honestly no Dak. No Dak. I mean, he's just got oh, Dak just has to play better. I'm not. I'm done. I thought you said no Dak. Okay, be like, whoa, President. How about, how about Cooper? I mean. My God, this yeah. guy has fallen off the face of the earth. Wait, say, he's not the best receiver in the world? Ah. <laughs> he's not the number one receiver in the league? Uh, well, I'll say this, watching the game, some of that game, uh, I mean, the offense itself just looked like complete shit. I mean, Pollard ran well, and we've been talking well about Pollard the last couple of weeks, but, I mean, CD, I love CD, but CD, unfortunately, he can have the case of the drops. Yeah. Um, Cooper is he, it's almost like he's a shell of himself right now. I mean Dalton Schultz is about the only guy who can for hit what he does is a little bit consistent. But it all starts, as you said a minute ago, the most important position on the field is quarterback, and it starts with Dak. We talked a minute ago about Patrick Mahomes feeling the pressure getting that contract. Dak just got paid and he's playing like shit. So what's I mean, what's the deal, man? You you get you get paid, you just decide that, hey, I got all these weapons, but I'm going to look like a guy who this is how I played sometimes at Mississippi State, except you're doing this every fucking week. 
I mean, I don't understand. I don't know what happened. I mean, like I said, maybe he was playing for a paycheck. Maybe that was it, and then now he's got it, and he's good. But something is definitely up with Dak that, it, whether it's, I don't know if someone fucked his girlfriend, if something <laughs> happened or he's pissed off at something, the chemistry isn't there. And they need to figure it out because, like, that, that stretch is not easy. And Dak is going to have to pick it up. I mean, he he's. for sure does. I mean, I'm not. Zeke, we, I think we all know that Zeke is basically this this is what Zeke is now. I mean, Zeke is he's getting paid, but he's no longer a top five, running top back. ten running back. I, um, I like I still think Pollard should get maybe a few majority of the carries, but the offense they gotta figure it out and they gotta figure it out quick. Because now while we talked about Mahomes, he he's starting to like weirdly enough figure it out and he's starting to really get into his own again. Dak, has, I've never, I haven't seen a point in this season where Dak has strung together the, these kind of games in a row, and it's very concerning. As a Cowboys fan, you should be concerned. Now, the great thing is, is you got a defense that is like you guys can play that way, and we'll still hold it down. But again, you're going to have games like the Denver game where if your offense isn't doing anything, or your the defense is going to get cooked at some point, so you better figure it out. And so Dak, 100%. get it I don't together, know, Dak. Dak. To me, Dak has always been a good quarterback, but I never considered him a great quarterback. Um, and he's just showing it right now. Like, to be considered great or to be, you know, to, to have the contract or be making the money you're making, you have to do it consistently. Because in the beginning of the year, Dak was putting up numbers, right? Then he got hurt. He was putting up okay numbers. And he got the, hurt. I need to go back and look at the beginning of the season. Well, no, he was putting up some I remember solid how, numbers. I remember how good he looked against Tampa Bay I remember in how, that first game. And then it just seemed like every, after that, it just, it's been kind of this wave that he's riding of just being, eh. Yeah, he's been, he's been riding that wave. Um, but, I mean, you know, my question to you is this. Say Dak was, hypothetically speaking, obviously, if Patrick Mahomes was on the Cowboys, are they Super Super Bowl contenders? Oh, fuck yeah. If Aaron Rodgers was on the Cowboys, are yeah. they Super Bowl contenders? Yeah. I mean, you know, if Russell Wilson was on the Cowboys, are they Super Bowl contenders? Oh, yeah. So they, exactly. So this just goes to show you, like, we're having this conversation about the Cowboys and all the talent they have, but Dak is is lacking what he needs to, to get them to the next level. And I honestly don't think he has it. You know, the we'll Cowboys are extremely talented, man. They have every piece so yeah. you know it's just one of those things where it's like what else can they do no, they, got, they got to figure stuff out <laughs> they have to figure something I mean, out yeah. they've got a team that make a run but they got to get it going um, Steelers here we are again which who uh, who called this I believe there was a couple of us I called it I said you, Pitt you and I went yeah. Pitt right you were, you were Titans alright Sam give me some yeah did I pick Titans? I, I think believe so. you did. Let's go. I, think, I, got, I, know, I, got, I know only two of us did. Look so it up. It was Let's one see. Of, it was, uh, uh, Antoine. Uh, we all took Pittsburgh. Oh, oh, yeah. Don't come for me. Uh, I'm like, I didn't pick the Titans in 10 All right. All right. All right. Now. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Steelers get done, and there's only one reason why they got this done, and that is the defense. I know the defense has struggled at times, uh, especially with the run game here lately. I mean, they allowed still allowed 108 yards to uh, Foreman, which honestly I think that speak, speaks a lot of their offensive line. Obviously, that line is built for the run game, and it looks solid. Um, also, the Pittsburgh defense sucks. Or the deep rush defense rush sucks. Defense, yeah, but they force four turnovers in this game. Get, gets the job done. Big Ben was back to his old Big Ben 
looking old. <laughs> Najee Harris, 12 carries for 18, 18 yards. Who thought that? Which, once again, this pissed me off, by the way, back to a fantasy thing. Mm-hmm. Me against Jamari. Najee Harris goes absolutely insane. Uh, has his best game of the season, I think. And then here we are. Just with the luck of the draw, man. So it's unbelievable. <laughs> it, just, it just tears me all up. But um, uh, Steelers survive, and now we just watch the Browns lose. Uh, that division where all of a sudden the Browns had, was, what, a game behind the yeah. Ravens, now fall back and right back to a position where, um, I mean, Steelers, if they can go on a little bit of a run right here, that, that division is, I mean, it's it's up for the grabs right now. I mean, the Bengals winning that game against the Broncos, which is our next game to get to, was obviously huge because that put them at the top of the standings there. But Pittsburgh sitting at 7-6 and six right now. I mean, uh, with a tough remaining schedule uh, at the Chiefs, at home against the Browns, and then at the Ravens. But oh somehow they're still alive. They can make some noise here. I mean, they kind of control their own destiny is kind of what sure, I was getting yeah. at. In, in that sense, to where they got two divisional opponents and then a Chiefs team that, fortunately, is the hottest team in the NFL. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. It, it could all come to a, a crash this weekend, you know, fall to a 7-7-1. Seven could uh, be the final nail in the coffin, but I don't know. I mean, they're they're finding ways to win. I'll say this, and you, that's very true. They are finding ways to win, and that's what uh, uh, organization like the Steelers. I mean, just to get these kind of gritty wins, a lot of pride. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I think this is definitely the the Titans are just not very good. I know we talked last week, and they they have a winning record. They're they're eight and five or. I, somewhere around there, but uh, you know, last week even that game against the Jags, you know, Urban Meyer's final game gets shut out. But nine and five, yeah, nine and five, yeah. Even in that game, they just weren't very impressive. They, I mean, they won twenty nothing, and just it, the game may not be down, but they just weren't very impressive. The Titans, to me, just haven't been very, and it, a lot of it alludes to not having Derrick Henry, and it also alludes to why have they not been running Deontay Foreman. More over these last few weeks, and I just don't get it. They've had that bad loss to the Texans, the unimpressive win against the Jags, and now they do this against the Steelers team that was pretty much on the ropes. One that you could have literally put the nail in the coffin. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I mean they needed to win this game. I mean they they put themselves in a in a tough spot in that division because they've got the Niners, who it's finally time to say if we have you haven't already said it, Niners are a good team. I agree. They're good. Then you've got the Dolphins, and then you finish at the Texans, which you've already lost to. So that's that's a schedule where they can go one and two. I think I think one and two. The, the Texas team is a little bit different than the one they I think they played a few yeah. weeks back, but uh, definitely one and two. I mean, the way the Niners are playing right now, uh, the way the uh, who is the the Niners, Niners and Dolphins, the, Dolphins, the yeah. way the Dolphins are playing right now. Yeah, yeah I, I could definitely see the Chiefs. If, they, if they go one and two. I think the Colts are going to get a couple wins there too, and all of a sudden, I think they, it's they a, win that division. I would say right now, if you like, if you want to put money down on who's winning that division, I'm putting it on the Colts. I think 100%. the Colts. I think the Colts well, are taking that I, division. You guys have all been a Titans hater all year, I know. especially after they lost Derrick Henry. So yeah. I, I really don't have any faith in the Titans. Even if they somehow make it into the playoffs, they're going to get their ass beat yeah. by whoever they play. Um, I just. <laughs> 
I just don't know their like they don't have an identity, man. Like I understand, like it was there, and I agree with you. They should run Foreman more. You yeah, have that boy. elite offensive line, and you should use them to your advantage. Sure. And again, Tannehill the ball twenty three for thirty two, one hundred fifty three yards in the interception. What is, what is that? I, <laughs> what I is might that? take that back on this take because. Colts are going to have to go probably three and zero to win this division, because uh, if uh, t- Tennessee wins just one game, Did Tennessee remaining, beat, them both, they beat them both games. Okay, then yeah, let's so I'll walk that Tennessee back. beat them both yeah. games. But that was a completely different Tennessee team. I mean, yeah. that was because that was very early. I mean, it was week three and six or something. Uh, yeah, I think Wentz was see. he went full Wentz yeah, in that week, second week game three, in Indianapolis and threw some three and seven. <laughs> And the seven was an overtime, a field goal in overtime. So, I mean, clearly completely different team. But, yeah, I mean, Titans win one game. They're probably going to win the division. Um, Well, actually, if they win one game, I think they win the division. Now that I think about it, because there's no way anyone else can come back. Either way, so, I think way, I, I yes. agree with that with Antoine. Yeah. I think they're one. I think they're going to be a one and done team. I think either one of these teams that gets in the uh, wild card and plays them, I think they're going to end up beating them. And yeah. I mean, if, so, if it's somehow, let's say miraculously, it's the Colts that get in there and that wild card, and they end up playing uh, Titans, I think they're going to whip that ass. Yeah, I do too. Hell yeah, I do too. All right, let's get let's get this going real quick because we've we've taken a lot of time on some of these games. Texans Jaguars. We, we don't I, even need to talk about it. I would say right like, we missed this. I, I thought Jaguars yeah. had enough talent to win that game. Congrats to the Jaguars for locking yeah, up Texas the number one pick. Out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Detroit, fight, too. We're yeah. fighting to see yeah, who's going to win that. Uh, Bengals, Broncos. Bengals, big win. Big win. Um, obviously, sitting at top of that division now. Um, did some good things. Played good defense. I mean, the Broncos, I know their offense. I'll tell you what. Drew Locke. Sucks. The fact that guy's still in the NFL. I mean, my God, that's that's <laughs> not good. Yeah, you want to talk about a team that's going to be in the uh, running for Aaron Rodgers next year? Big time is going to be Denver. I'm telling you. They're hey, going to be in there trying yeah. to get Russ too. But no, oh. big win for the Bengals. Uh, I think they're probably I, again. If you want to put money down on a team to win a division, I like the Bengals to win the uh, North. I think they're just right now they're the more complete team. Yeah, complete. Uh, the those uh, other four. Uh, uh, those other three in the uh, division, so I like them to win it. Great job by the Bengals. You know, just move on to next week and uh, just keep that train rolling. Yep. Yeah, I want to give a prayer to Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, yeah. that sucks. Teddy, that's that's such bad luck, man. Sanchez just concussion, uh, nothing serious. So that, yeah, that was good news it, it to looked, hear. That it looked, oh, it looked terrible, rough, man. but they when just you said see it, something like that happen, yeah, man. No, it's, it's it, just, it just happened to come out today and saying it was ends up just being a concussion. Yeah, he's out of the hospital. Definitely prayers to him. The guy on the Chargers too. I know. Oh, Guyman, yeah, Guyman, yeah. I guess he's fine, too. Yeah, uh, that's good, so, but it's just yeah, scary. It's scary stuff, stuff, man, for so. sure. Uh, next game, Niners, Falcons. Niners kick that ass. Falcons. Once again, it is so funny that um, I just want to give a, a quick little point out here. Matt Ryan, he's not playing bad football. No, he's not. He just not. doesn't have anyone. I mean, that offense is just so weird, so weird. Uh, but overall, he's not having a, a terrible season. No. Um, just – the Falcons have look weird, and I I look for uh, Matt Ryan to be somewhere else next year. Hey, send him to Denver. He can make I mean, that, he can make the, with those that weapons in Denver. News. He can make make he can make things happen for them. That's a good team. And then, like I said, Niners. Philly with the picks, they're, man. They're a good team Dang. now. I mean, the Niners have found themselves in a, in a good spot, sitting at eight and six. Uh, just real quick to say what their remaining schedule looks like. Looks like they're at, at the Titans. Uh, Texans at home and then at the Rams. So not easy. They're going to have to earn it. Um, 
because those we'll say two of those are going to be you know somewhat challenging, um, but could very well find themselves finishing the year with two losses. So they're going to have to continue this hot streak, and uh, Jimmy G's got to finish the year strong. Yeah, he's actually. I mean, Jimmy. I give Jimmy G this credit. He's done well the last few weeks. Uh, you know, played well against Atlanta. Did really well against Cincy. Uh, just not turning the ball over really too much. Uh, just making smart throws. Uh, Debo coming back is huge. I mean, with the oh, with the playmakers coming back on that offense, it's been huge for them. So you know, Niners. Yeah. Kittle had uh, ninety three yards receiving. Yeah, he which had, is he, uh, he, he, Minor compared to the best tight end in the week in the league. Uh, <laughs> it's also uh, <laughs> what did that kill do the last two weeks though? That's fine. I mean, yeah, he's got 191 yards and two touchdowns. I'm not letting you take that from Kelsey. That's fine. <laughs> I'm not. Hey, but, by the way, guys, just the the Vikings Bears game has just started. I just want everyone to know we're all rooting against Osborne in this game. <laughs> so that's, our, that's our next step. So okay. Osborne cannot have a good game. Um, okay, Packers Ravens. This was the game. I, I texted in the group saying Take I had some away, stuff Preston. to say. Yeah. Here. This is your floor now. Go ahead, man. Say Once what again, you have Packers could have lost this game. They put their defense. Osborne catch. <laughs> Right on that's, that's just great. Is that the first play of the yeah. game, bro? Yeah, no, it was, they're just starting to drive, and it was third down. And they oh, came, my uh, gosh. As soon as you said right. that. Play some defense, Bears. Anyway, Aaron Rodgers goes out there, and he's just showing, man. He is – is there a question? I, I know it's, it's funny because Brady, the year he's had and everything, now you know gets shut out. Is there a better quarterback in the world than Aaron Rodgers? Just quarterback and ability. Is there a better quarterback? No. Well, I, yes, Tom Brady. Is Brady better? Hell, yeah. yeah. This year. This Maybe. year. Yeah. I mean, mm. see what's it's tough. What's to, tough mm. is Rogers missed two games, so it's like that puts that puts. It's or, tough when no, you ask that question after after the past week for the Bucks. Well, that's what I'm saying. So, but I, yeah, that's, you can it, Yeah, it, it's if tough I to say. To but do consistently, I would say Tom Brady is a better quarterback than Aaron Rodgers. It's just overall. so tough, man. I, but it's so tough Rod- to say. Roger, that. I mean, obviously, yes, Brady's the better quarterback because the rings just always finds a way to do things. I mean, it's unbelievable. Yeah, Rodgers, we're gonna we're gonna miss Rodgers one day. I mean, this guy yeah. is so fun to I watch hate play. He plays for the Packers, and that sucks for you. <laughs> I hate but, he plays for the Packers. Yeah. Anyway, Packers roll. They're doing a lot of good things. Had to kick a bad field goal that end up giving the Ravens an opportunity to go down and do this. And what happens? Ravens go down. They score a touchdown. Score two touchdowns. Excuse me. In the fourth quarter, have all the momentum. And what does Harbaugh decide to do? We just saw this, what, two weeks ago? Yep. Two weeks ago, goes for two, loses. He is now, he, well, first, decides to go for two, does not get it, loses the game. Okay? That's, when we were talking about this division being as close as it is, mm-hmm. that's two games he took right out. Uh, from uh, under his team for going for two. I know, you know, uh, Andrews catches that pass. They win that game, whatever. This one, no shot, uh, not a good play, doesn't score. And I understand you got your backup quarterback, but, dude, they had all the momentum in the world, and they've now fallen to second place in that division and, honestly, on the ropes of being out of this. I yeah. mean, it's just a terrible, terrible call. If you watch that game, you know what I'm talking about, where they had all the momentum, 
to uh, to win that game, even going into overtime. I know you don't want to give Rodgers the ball. I completely understand that. But you've got all the momentum. Just just keep it going. And I, I don't know. I just – I was so, like – I wanted uh, Packers to win. But I, I just – I didn't get it. I didn't get it at all. And to take two wins away from your team – I, I don't know. So, They're two and eight, by the way. They're two and eight for going for going for two this year. So we talked about this before. Uh, we just ran it by, and I saw it. And I it's funny because I was uh, I was at the movies or can we go to the movies and it happened and I saw someone send something out talking about that and I was like I was like weird. I was like that's funny. And then I like I like got there and I like looked at my phone. I was like, well, wait, did he go for two again? And he did. I mean, you have the best kicker in the league. Just let him kick the extra point. But again, it goes into this thing. We talked about the Chargers game already. And Brandon Staley, who just constantly – the man loves going for a fourth down, which, by the way, they're 15 for 26 this season on fourth down. If you're that confident in fourth downs, be a little bit better than that. But also, too, it's just like sometimes when common sense kicks in, it's, it's just better than any analytics that's out there. Kick the extra point. Kick a field goal. Don't do this to your team. You know, a team that – look, real quick, because we, we do this thing with Kelsey and Kittle. Right now, the best tight end playing right now might be Mark Andrews. Yeah, he's on. That he's man on is one. absolutely balling. That's a good point. And because uh, – I mean, Kittle – I mean, he's probably balding too. I mean, technically, they all say he looks like White Drake, but <laughs> but uh, no, you just. Look, I mean, he. Oh God, don't even start on that. But uh, he. I mean, the way he's playing for a guy who's been the focal point of that offense outside of obviously Lamar, and no one has been able to stop him or really slow him down. I mean, he is making play after play. I mean, he's been unbelievable. I mean, yesterday was just another case. I mean, he ate the Packers up all day long. But even with even with that, like, I know they were look, probably looking to him to uh, win the game. It's just like, just take the extra point. Just let uh, let Tucker kick the field goal. He's not going to miss the extra point. He's just not. I mean, if he does, it's a rarity. Like, you see unicorns more than you see Justin Tucker miss an extra point. Let him do it. Just take it into overtime and see what happens. Like Preston said, you have all the momentum. Just see what happens in overtime. Even if Rodgers does drive, at least you gave your team a better chance. Hey, quick update real quick. Uh, Mark Andrews has more touchdowns than Kelsey and Kittle and has four yards less than Kelsey uh, for more yards. He is the number one ranked tight end in fantasy. He's balling, bro. Yeah, as as far as as fantasy goes – uh, it goes uh, Andrews one, Kelsey two, and then Kittle three. Yeah. Wow, well, yeah. that's, that's by far crazy. the best three tight ends in the league. Easy um, for me. I t- I hate that I'm saying this because I feel like I just like made a whole case on why I don't believe in 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 Gundy on OSU. Um, but do you have to be a little more conservative about this situation? Yes, <laughs> you know, and like you alluded to, uh, Philly. It, he, they're, he, to me, they're kind of playing like they're going this whole going for two thing. It kind of reminds me of whenever the Bears had their kicker situation, uh, when we had an awful kicker and we were trying to figure out what we were going to do. Mm-hmm. We didn't trust the kicker at all. So what we what we did was we went for two, or we you know yeah. instead of or you know or go for it on fourth down or whatever in certain situations. You they have no reason 
to go for two. To go for two. Like, you literally have well, the best. Well, the, what? The reason is Rodgers. That's the reason. I, I mean, bro, that's, I, that's a pretty I good reason. I understand what it. you're saying. But what's the reason you the do not Steelers want to give Aaron Rodgers the ball? But at the same time, you lost. You just lost two games, I two know. very important games, by going for two, right? So you need to figure something else out, and you need to give your team a chance. Because at this point, what you're saying is, I don't believe in my defense, right? And I don't believe in my offense to be able to get the job. I don't believe in my team to be able to get the job done. That's pretty much what you're saying. So, and right now you're putting yourself in the position. You were the best team, number one team. In that division, now you're number two. Yeah. So it's just it, like be a little more conservative. I'm not. I'm not against going for it. I'm not against going for the win, um, depending on the situation. But in that situation, dude, you're you're trying to get into the playoffs. You know you have a team that doesn't have all its players. They're they're hot right now. They have all the momentum, like you said. Put Justin Tucker on the fucking field. Yeah. Point blank. Period. I just, you know, it's it's crazy to think that they almost beat the Packers, number one team in the NFL right now, almost beat the Packers with a backup quarterback. And what does so it say for the I, confidence I know, now? I know. I'm, I'm saying I, I like the idea to think that maybe you could steal one real quick with a two-point conversion. But like I said, you got to watch that game to understand where that game was at at that point. And you had all the momentum. And I think you take Packers to overtime – you know, worst case scenario, you pretty much know you got three points. <laughs> you know, if you do anything on offense, you, you, Tucker can kick from pretty much anywhere on that field. Yeah, it just doesn't make uh, sense. It's, just, it's just, I don't know. It seems silly. I was so mad at the time, and I think that he, uh, Harbaugh, he should be questioned for that. Yeah, and they and they needed this win. I mean, bro, if they won this game, their confidence was going to be crazy. Yeah, and they're at home. I mean, you know it's just, I mean? there's like, a lot just, of things that just don't make sense about that. I so, just the so the uh, Packers went up thirty-one seventeen with nine minutes left in the fourth. Then scored another point for us the game. Right. So the defense did well enough for nine minutes, yeah. slowing Aaron Rodgers down and letting them uh, come back. So what I just how do you know the team's not going to carry that into overtime? I mean. I get it. It's Aaron Rodgers, but at the same time, too, read the fucking room. Yeah. And you're also, like I said, you're pretty much saying, I don't trust you defense to be able to get the fucking job done. Right? No, I, I yeah. mean, that is exactly like I said, what he's saying. You can, just, you, can, you can only say something so many times because, I don't know, one time, cool. Two times, what are you saying? Right. <laughs> what are you saying? Do we, what do we need to listen for? Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Listen to this. Ravens finished the season at the Bengals. At home against the Rams, at home against the Steelers. Yikes! And you're we're looking at two wins that they they completely you know had an opportunity to go you know you go to overtime anything can happen. Um, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. And they've put themselves in a bad spot. Tyler so. Huntley's played two straight weeks of you know he, winnable. Hey. They they easily could have won that game against Cleveland. He comes out and plays like he did against uh, the Packers. I mean, John Harbaugh fucked him. I mean, let's just let's just be real. He yeah. fucked him with it. It just doesn't seem fair, yeah, at all. So, very what's, interesting. What's crazy is didn't Justin Tucker kick a game winning sixty three yard field goal or something like he that? He sixty six yard against Lions. Detroit. Yeah. Yeah. Was it sixty six? Yeah, sixty six yards. Yeah, the record. So he's <laughs> he, won't, the record. he won't, he won't let him kick an extra point. <laughs> he won't let him kick yeah. an extra point. Yeah. Like, no, it's, it's insane. Oh, okay, it just doesn't make sense, bro. I don't get it, but. 
Whatever. But is, Packers, is he point shaving? Hey, is he point shaving? I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> Last thing we got to say is the Packers find themselves in a position to where they're in a good spot to go ahead and wrap up the number one seed now. They've got uh, they're at home against the Browns, at home against the Vikings, and then finish the year at Detroit. Um, I mean, they, they found themselves in a very, very good spot and got to be the favorite going forward in the NFC. Yeah. Uh, I like to, you know, you, as Packers fans, you like to see the defense play a little bit better, uh, you know, especially against a backup quarterback. Uh, <laughs> but like I said, Todd Hutton has been playing well. So you like to see him uh, play better. But, uh, you know, going forward, I mean, they're in great shape. Yep, for sure. Uh, because of COVID, kind of an interesting look for the rest of the week because uh, we got Tuesday night football tomorrow. Uh, yeah. Seahawks, Rams, and Washington Eagles. Um, I kind of like that, bro. It, no, it, dude, listen that was to this. sick. We had Thursday night sick. football. We had Saturday night football, Sunday night football, Monday night football, Tuesday night football, Take Thursday night football, Friday night or Saturday night football, Sunday night football. There's a lot of football going on. Oh, right? it, 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 we're not even talking about bowl games. We're not talking about bowl games, games too. Should they, the NFL they, continue to like? I don't think they could keep that up. No, nah, that'll be, that'll play, be sick. Players It'll be, cool. be sick though. Players yeah. would hate it so yeah. much. They've already complained yeah. enough about Sunday or Thursday night games, so yeah. it would be it'd be a whole another thing. But anyway, great great week of football. It really was, and I mean, like I said, those two other games. Uh, got like to see what the Rams go do. So, um, yeah, ultimately good things. Uh, but college football, let's jump over here. Real yeah, quick. we're just gonna jump into it real quick because uh, we're just gonna jump to the pickums. Uh, as you guys know, we've uh, told you we've uh, got a pickum going on between us. We're still finalizing the uh, deals on the bet, uh, how it's going. But right now, as it stands. Me and Preston are both six and four right now, uh, after uh, ten games so far, and then uh, Antoine is sitting at a strong three and seven. Um, <laughs> a strong three and seven. You could tell who doesn't watch a whole lot of college football. The difference, the biggest <laughs> difference, is that I put a lot more confidence points into some of these games. Uh, wow. So I'm at one seventy six, where Preston is coming behind at ninety four. Things well, obviously can hey, change. I never changed. I never changed my points. I'll you tell still you what can. Screwed me. I yeah. still can. Yeah. yeah. Oh, let before, me go you do change that. it before the er, before the game starts. Yeah. Um, big thing is Jackson State really screwed me. All that great talk for Dion. I mean, and I was so hyped. And first of all, they came out, they scored the first touchdown, they got a big turnover. They were hyped. Yeah. In fact, one of the players were doing the uh, uh, primetime shuffle and everything in the in the end zone. Who did they play? Uh, South Carolina State. Yeah, oh, who was seven shoot. and five went to their eleven and one? I put forty. Three points on them to win. A lot win. of confidence in that one. A lot of confidence in that one. And I obviously I missed something uh, on that. But ultimately, I, I'm, I'm, I want to say this. I'm mad about two games. I knew Middle Tennessee State was going to win that game. I don't know why I went with Toledo. I knew to go with Middle Tennessee State on that. Are you going to go to the Western Kentucky but game? the big thing was Western Kentucky. Number one offense in the country, I believe. Guy just broke uh, Joe season. Burrow's touchdown record. Broke the record. I knew because I just happened to look at all this stuff, and I've seen one of their games, and I, I don't know. I could not believe that I did not ride with Western Kentucky on that game because uh, they smoked Appalachian State. Yeah. And Appalachian State was the favorite. So um, crazy. Yeah. Absolutely crazy. But this what, that what, that's what makes these games so fun. Um, mm-hmm. You know, UTEP, Fresno State – I watched almost that entire game. It yeah. was awesome. It was a fun game, yeah. Great trick play by UTEP. I mean, there's a lot of fun in that. Uh, I mean, Liberty, 
very exciting on offense. Scored fifty six points. Looked really good. Yeah. I mean, there's just been a lot of fun stuff so far, and uh, you know, it kicks right back up. Well, today, TU played. Yeah. Give a quick shout, shout out, out to shout TU. Shout out to you. Take care local of local team. Thir- Thirty to seventeen. It's Old Dominion. Uh, I mean, that game all of a sudden, like, I turned the game on. It was 7-7, and there had only been a minute and something, some change. Yeah, Old Dominion gets the opening kickoff, takes it to the house. Two minutes later. Down scores. I was just like, oh, my gosh, this game's going to be crazy. (laughs) And, I mean, it ended up being pretty good. So, So, real quick, preview uh, real quick. Tomorrow night, big game. Uh, Texas San Antonio versus our Heisman, Matt Areza. Uh, San Diego State, you, uh, Texas San Antonio. I did take Texas San Antonio. Uh, I know San Diego State's favored, but Texas San Antonio has been really hot down the stretch. And oh man, San Diego State just got that ass beat in the Mountain West Conference Championship. So it should be a fun game, though. I like it a lot. Uh, it's going to be a good game of bowl games next week. Uh, it's just going to be fun. To, we'll keep you guys updated how things are going. Uh, but you know, right now it's so far so good. Yeah, and we're pretty far into this episode already, so I do want to save a topic that we were going to touch on a little bit. But let's just mention real quick that uh, obviously we're starting to see the shakeup of how the transfer portal is going to shape this season. Who is that? Justin Jefferson. Okay. <laughs> I was I was terrified for a second. Jeez, First of all, what a receiver, good, man. man. He is so, He's so good. He is so damn good. Um, I hated whatever he just Transfer did. portal. That's Was it not dance. the gritty? Yeah, it's the gritty oh, no. dance, man. Oh, no. oh, yeah. um, Bo Nix, right? First of all, hot take on him. JK, it's not hot because I think anyone who watches him play understands this guy is not a uh, big-time quarterback. I know he has had moments where he's looked, you know, okay, pretty good. He had a, he had a nice stretch this season but uh, where he was playing really well. Oregon? His style of play, from what I've gathered, I don't see him, which, you know, you automatically assume Oregon is like the Chip Kelly offense, the run and gun. Not so, and obviously, new team, Laning taking over. Who, new, new offensive coordinator new in offense, Dillingham. Yep, yep, exactly. So I don't know exactly what how they're planning on Bo Nix fitting in that, but very odd. I don't see that at all. I mean, that to me just doesn't make much sense. But a lot of people had him pegged for uh, Nebraska. Yep. And well, Scott, I and see Scott him Frost, as a Nebraska Frost, quarterback. Uh, that makes sense to me. Oregon, I just don't see it. But cool name. Cool name. <laughs> Bone Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, I, I mean, so I, I agree with you. I've you know he had a stretch this season where he was actually playing really good football. But you just he's just so inconsistent, so uneven that. I mean, whatever. I mean, is he an upgrade than Anthony Brown was, the guy quarterbacking this year? Maybe. I don't know. He he gives them something to watch for. I mean, to be honest with you, I mean, obviously I hope Oregon goes in and kicks the shit out of USC, but. Uh, if he helps. If he helps, helps, if he okay, helps cool. that case, yeah, I'm yeah. happy about it. But, uh, well, it's a wait and see. Obviously, new team, new coach, new office coordinator. Well, it, it's going to be interesting to see uh, another team right down in that same conference. Uh, UCLA, Chip Kelly, you guys who got a uh, transfer quarterback in Dylan Gabriel from US, UCF, and I actually really like that pickup. Dylan Gabriel is a good quarterback who's really good for UCF. Uh, he actually fits that system pretty well for Chip Kelly, so they're going to be an interesting team to watch next year. I was glad to uh, not see him go to OU for a couple of reasons. Yeah. One, he goes to OU, and it's like, well, does that mean 
they Caleb's know, gone. Dude, they know something we don't. Caleb's gone. And two, dude, lefty quarterbacks are just so hard to watch. It's just not meant to be. Uh, I don't know. Get, I'll tell you, that is just, I disagree with that. What? Hot take. Michael Vick. Yeah, Hot take he Preston hates lefty quarterbacks. Football. He was fun to watch. What about Steve, football. What about Steve Young? Oh, but I feel he had a carry, right, Once bro. again, West Coast, run and gun. He was fun to watch. Did you run. say Steve Young? Yeah, Steve Young. That's what he said. So you clearly hate Josh Heupel. Wait. He wasn't fun exactly, to watch. Once again. Steve Young? Well, I, I'm not being facetious with that. I mean, he, uh, he was fun, but um, I don't know. I'm just not left. Not not for. A are team we forgetting one of the greatest watch. lefty quarterbacks, Jared Lorenzen from Kentucky? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah, I, I'm just I'm interested to see how the the portal shakes out. I mean, there's there's a lot of things that still to go forward. Of um, you know, you're going to see guys as soon as bowl game or bowl season ends. Uh, making decisions and all that. And, of course, we're waiting for Caleb Williams to make his decision. Uh, obviously, um, we'll touch on this later. I mean, getting closer to the game and all that. But it was a big deal to see Gabriel not go to OU because I think – He was primary candidate he number one yeah, to I mean, follow Levy, Levy if exactly. Caleb left. So hopefully that means some good things. Um, and we'll, we'll just go from there. So that's really all I had. Super excited to watch these bowl games, though. I mean, really, yeah, it, it's, it's just so, it's it really fun is time. fun. Yeah. So, anything else you guys have for college? No. Let's go on to the Let's NBA. Go to NBA. Let's go to the NBA. Power rankings. All right. You already know I'm opening it up with the power rankings. The chitty chitty bang bang the rankings. Chitty bang bang. Um, one. I'm gonna go one to five because I want to talk about the number five team a little bit. Okay. Uh, Number one, I have the Suns, eight and, eight and two the last ten games. I still think they're a hot team they're right now fire. in the NBA. So, uh, number two, Warriors. Warriors are my pick to win the championship Clay's as of right back. now. Clay's coming back in January. They're talking about. I think they're aiming for. He wants to come back for a home game, so I think he's aiming for January. There's a January ninth home game. He's aiming for. So, uh, I'm excited for that, dude. I'm. Yeah. I'm really everything he's been through. I hope he comes out and I hope he plays. Like he like he used to. I hope he plays Clay Thompson basketball. So, uh, Warriors six to four the last ten games. Um, you know they they had a couple tough losses, so I'm expecting them to bounce back from that though. Um, I have the Nets at number three. Nets are the number one team in the East. Had someone, to put them on there. Someone else is coming back for them. Yeah, Kyrie Irving, which we'll talk about here soon. Uh, but Kyrie's coming back uh, for away games. I'm really interested to see how they're going to make that work. Uh, I don't know how you could bring somebody back part-time trying to win a championship. Um, so, I, you know, I don't really know what they're going to do with that. But, you know, we'll see what happens, I guess, as it as it pertains unfolds. to yeah. So, um, number four team I have, the Jazz. Jazz are just balling, man. Eight and two the last ten games. Uh, the Jizzy Jazz. I don't. Jazz, man, look, we need to give Jazz more credit. And I'm, I know you talked about this in the past, but we really need to give Jazz a lot more credit. Yeah. Um, I don't feel. I feel like Donovan Mitchell is kind of uh, what Damian Lillard used to be. You know, everybody wasn't giving Dame the credit that he deserved. Now he's getting the credit he deserves. I feel like Donovan Mitchell's kind of in that same position. Well, Donovan Mitchell just gets outshadowed by all these other 
uh, guards in the West, and it sucks because Donovan Mitchell's a stud. But also, too, he's in Utah, and unfortunately, yeah. Utah's just not it's flashy. Yeah, it's a small no, market, hundred percent. But it just it sucks. So is but, Portland, yeah, so, so <laughs> is Portland. Know? But so. Dame just he just had that personality. Now I will say, that you know, a little mentality. hot take. Dame's personality is kind of wearing on me here lately. What do you mean? I mean, just and it was brought up, but there is not a guy who can put up. Put something out there, and then immediately walk it back more without getting any criticism than Dame does. Whether it's the you know talking about wanting to leave, then he's just like then he starts walking it back, and then but you can't criticize Dame for anything. He's kind of it's almost like the media has been. It's almost like in a way he's kind of untouchable when he shouldn't be. He should I mean because. Dame's had some stretches this season where he has not played well. No, he, and he, no, that's for sure. You know, that team, that team, ride and dies by Dame Lillard. Hundred so. percent. And the thing with Dame, though, is one thing: Dame gets a lot of respect because he's not doing the same thing every other big player does. Oh, I'm going to go join forces with this superstar, and I respect and, the hell out of that. Yeah, and hundred percent. So that's probably why he gets a little bit of slack. Yeah. Um, but in my personal opinion, Dame doesn't want to be in Portland. I don't. I, think no so. correction. Dame wants to be in Portland, but Portland is not beneficial for Dame's career as far as if he wants to win a championship or if he wants to consistently win somewhere or go deep in the playoffs. Portland is not going to put a team around him to do that. Big-time players aren't trying to sign for in Portland. You know, that's not that's not the situation. They want to go to L.A. They want to go to New York. Well, they want to go the big markets, yeah. Exactly, Chicago or something like that. So it's just like it's not beneficial for Dame to continue his career in Portland. And I think what you're seeing is him starting to want to test the waters, but he also doesn't want to contradict himself in saying, oh, I just want to stay with Portland and try to do it here. Yada yada yada, but sorry, Dame, you're not Giannis. Yeah, like, exactly. You're not going to yeah. be able to do that. Plus, Giannis had a team. Yeah, you and know? I mean, and you look at other small market teams that have had big stars. At least those mark. At least those teams that like just just in general, it's the Thunder. You know, they at least try bringing in people to yeah, build 100%. around. So yeah. you got someone like Pressy, and, and Poland's not doing that. So I totally get that. It's only Dame's a stud, and I I think he has obviously a better shot of winning anything when he's not with. The Trailblazers, yeah. but also too, they just have to understand that once he leaves, that team is cooked. Yeah. So. So we'll, we'll see. But uh, my number five, my number five team, Cleveland Cavaliers. They are playing great basketball. Cleveland Cavaliers are balling right now, dude. They're the, they're eight and two the last um, two ten games. No, they're the number three team in the East behind the Bulls. Only reason Bulls are on my bubble. But the only reason I don't have the Bulls on this list is because they, you know, unfortunately, which isn't their fault, COVID, they missed two games right. this week. So, yeah. you know, I went with the Cavs. They're balling. Uh, I think Sometimes the Cavs are playing great ball. Um, Darius Garland is balling right now. He's averaging 19 points a game, 7.3 assists. He is it's, leading this team into, you know, something they haven't seen in a while since LeBron is left. Is Kevin Love still on that Kevin team? Kevin Love still on that team, making $31 million, they lost making $31 million a year. They lost Colin Sexton to an ACL injury, and they're yeah. still playing well. Wow. You know, and Colin Sexton's a beast, too. Yeah, I, love, Colin, I love Colin Sexton. Colin Sexton's really good. So. Evan Mobley's been playing really well, the rookie out of USC. Mm-hmm. Uh, a guy who... Fortunately, made it very clear that he was a Thunder fan growing up, and of course, the Thunder <laughs> couldn't make a move to get into that top three. Nope. Yeah, bitches. And, uh, uh, but yeah, I have them and Jared Allen too. Let's not forget. Oh he's also yeah, Jared a Allen. Yeah, team. he's really good, and I think they kind of want to make him 
you know, one of the franchise players going forward. So that's my top five for the power rankings. Uh, um, but big news with the NBA, we have Kyrie Irving coming back to the Nets, like we just talked about. Um, so what, what do you? How do you guys feel about that? I, my personal opinion. I don't know how they're going to make that work. I didn't know um, he's only coming away to, for away games. Yeah, he's yeah. only he's coming back for away games. He's not vaccinated, and of course, he's coming back and starting to practice. And guess who gets put on a health protocol for COVID? Kyrie Irving. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just interested. What? How do you guys feel about that? Do you think they can make? Do you think they're going to be able to make that work with him being a part time basketball player? Like what? What? How do you feel? It's 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 weird. It's just it's, it's really weird. weird in today's game. Maybe. Because uh, the game has changed so much. I mean, it's almost like a hired gun. I mean, it's like if you could say, hey, can I get one of the best basketball players in the world to play on my team? Oh, oh wow. Uh, play on my team, every, you know, uh, every other game kind of situation. I think a lot of people are going to say, yeah, I, I'd take that. Now, you ruin chemistry. You ruin, you know, there's a lot of things there that could, you know, really put the Nets in a weird position. Um, but... Ultimately, I don't like this decision to bring him back. No, they should have left him off. I think you look weak. Uh, I understand they had to do it because of lack of players. I mean, literally, that's the only reason why we're in this position. But, I mean, he kind of (laughs) won. He did win. I mean, it's like, he really that, did. That, that, it's stupid. And so, but at the same time, like, I would hold it against him. Like, dude, you're willing to come back part-time and play. Like, you're not doing – I don't feel like – I understand the reason, and he's still – Kyrie Irving, he's still Showtime, but at the same time, you 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 have to have that consistent chemistry with your team. You know, and well, you're not going to be able to just go and play away games and then not have and then and not all of a sudden play this game. Now they have to change the offense to adapt to something else. It's like, how are you going to win with that? What a disappointing like staple that you're putting on your career to be a guy as talented as Kyrie Irving where just always surrounded by this negativity things. Constant, yeah. It's just constant trouble. I but feel not like, he's not a like baby getting sometimes. in trouble, but just constant drama. Uh, because with, of your attitude. Him. And it yeah, starts with his attitude. I mean yeah. he's had a bad attitude for a long time. First things first, you want to leave LeBron so you can have your own team. You go to Boston, it doesn't work out. You cry about it. Then you go to Brooklyn, you get Kevin Durant to go to Brooklyn and then all of a sudden you don't want to get vaccinated. Like bro, it's just Kyrie Irving, I love his skill, bro. He is like one of my favorite players, but he is such an asshole. He's a head case. Yeah, he's, he's just, just a fucking like, head case. And, and I understand, like, and then he wants to say, you know, whatever he wants to say, and I'm not knocking him for his decisions as far as how he feels personally, but at the same time, stop being so selfish, dude. Like, you literally have a team depending on you and wanting you to come. We need your skills. We're trying to win a championship. You're an important well, piece to that. To that. Like, stop being selfish. And this isn't his first time being selfish. No. That's the big thing. It's yeah. not like well, this the is Nets, just, Yeah, the Nets knew what they were getting into. Right. I mean, this is the first time he stepped up and <clears throat> thought of Kyrie before the team. I mean, this we've seen this. So, I don't know. It's just disappointing because I, as a basketball player, he's absolutely incredible. One of the most exciting guys to watch drive to the hole and do some type of crazy spin move and lay up and all sorts of stuff. And just, you know, in a gamer. I mean, big-time shots. I mean, obviously – LeBron doesn't get a championship without that uh, big time three. Get the f- LeBron doesn't get a championship okay. anyway. Let's, yeah. let's, 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 but let's. the only thing I said, I just I question <laughs> his want to play. Honestly, I mean he's coming back now, but I kind of question his that that his drive, passion. the drive to play. Wow. So we'll see what happens. I mean, 
the Nets are still going to, I mean, the Nets will still be fine because they'll still have Harden and KD. So they'll still be good to go, but I, yeah, but I, I I'm pretty, I'm pretty up and down with it. I, I don't know, I, I don't really it, care man. for it as much. So I don't understand it. Um, but either way, I mean, Kyrie being on the floor is still exciting. Um, like I said, sell I, he's one of my favorite players. Yeah, he still tickets. He show time. He will make a difference. Uh, I'm just interested to see if it's going to be a good, you know, good or bad thing. Um, but you know, with Kyrie coming back, I decided to do. Uh, you know, in his skill set, you know, he's known to be one of the top uh, ball handlers in the league. So yep. I did a top five ball handlers list, and I want you guys to tell me what you think about it. Uh, so at number five, I have Tim Hardaway. Uh, for those who don't know Tim Hardaway, Tim Hardaway started on the Warriors, ended up going to the Heat, had uh, multiple uh, all-star seasons, but he was known for his crossover. He had a patent crossover. Um, I think that's what took him to the next level. Uh, so when it comes to ball handlers, I have to throw Tim Hardaway in there because he kind of changed the game with his crossover. Okay. Um, number four, Steph Curry. Steph Curry's number four because he's he's a ball handler, but I feel like Steph Curry plays better off the ball because he's able to get himself open to get the, to hit the three. But when he has the ball, he's able to either go to the hole or get himself open to hit the three. So I, play, I have him at number four, and there's, you know, Three people ahead of him where I have him at number four. Okay. And I'll kind of explain that situation. But, yeah, Steph Curry is definitely in the top five as far as ball handlers. Um, in the NBA, th- this is an all-time list, by the way. Yeah. My favorite of all time. Number three, Jamal Crawford. Sixth man of the year, Jamal Crawford. Yeah, I like that one. Nobody's going to tell me that that man's behind-the-back crossover isn't one of the sickest things to ever be on a basketball court. He it, can that's cross, a good point. He can cross – Anybody? Yeah, he's got he, a really fun mixtape to watch. Bro, his yeah. his yeah. handles it's it's ridiculous, and uh, he's definitely number three on my list. Um, the way he was able to get to the hole and the way he was able to get his shot off of that behind the back crossover he did was just the, yeah. the ankles he's broken. Like I had to throw Jamal on there. Number two, of course, Allen Iverson. I don't feel like I need to say much more about Allen Iverson. Interesting to see who number one's going to be. He changed the game. Uh, I got you. He changed the game. <laughs> mm. Allen Iverson, as far as his crossover, he changed the game. And he got a lot of, obviously, his most his most fam- the famous crossover. MJ. Him yeah, on MJ. Yeah. Um, but I also remember he broke uh, Westbrook ankles. Tw- not that Westbrook. Sorry, Daniels on the Wizards. Okay. He broke his ankles twice <laughs> in the same play. Yeah. He came back. Went broke his ankles, went back the other way. He slipped again, went up for the layup. Allen Iverson's crossover changed the game. And Allen Iverson is the reason you have people like Hot Sauce. You have people like Ray for Austin. Mm-hmm. You know, you have all of these guys that kind of, like, fed their game after Allen Iverson. Like, obviously, he, he, yeah. he would have been number one. But let's not act like Kyrie Irving doesn't have the best ball handles of all time. He can do everything all of these guys I just named. Yeah. Listed can do. <laughs> and he can get his shot off of his. He can get his shot off the dribble. He can literally take on two people defending him and still end up going to the hole. Kyrie's handles is ridiculous. There's nobody that has better taps than Kyrie. Kyrie yeah. Irving, like it is, I, it's top notch to me. So, what about a? Uh, what about a? Where does Jason Williams fit in that kind of category? Listen, Jason Williams didn't have. Jason Williams had handles, but he was more known for his passing. 
His passing was sick. That's yeah. fair. So, like, that's Jason exactly. Williams was more known for his passing. Point. Jason Kidd was known for his passing. I could have put Chris Paul on the list, but Chris Paul isn't as dynamic about. No. I, I'm saying ball I never, I never, I never thought Chris Paul, yeah. as great as, I mean, obviously as an all-time point guard as he is, I never thought of him as that yeah. kind of dynamic, like, with the exactly. handle, so. And, no, that's a good know, list. You know, Magic Johnson, Isaiah Thomas, like, there's a lot of guys I could have named. Fuck Isaiah Thomas, okay. Yeah, I don't like Isaiah Fuck Thomas either. I'm a Bulls fan, bro. But it, with the end, <laughs> at the end of the day, it's like I could have put all these guys on the list, but I'm talking pure handles, right? Like magic, just magic with the ball. Just magic with – and Kyrie Irving literally can do everything all of those guys can do. I like it. And take it to another level, so – and I have to throw love to Tim Hardaway. He don't get enough credit. Okay. He was a baller. <laughs> remember, the, y'all don't remember him on that team? But uh, I remember Tim Hardaway being morning. an incredible three point shooter. Tim Hardaway? Yeah. Are you talking about Tim Hardaway Jr.? No, Tim Hardaway was a great three point shooter. The ball hit Tim Hardaway? Yeah. He was okay. He was, he was good. Okay. Yeah, he was great for him. He had a mid range. He had a mid range. <laughs> They lost to the Knicks a couple times with Allen Houston on the Well, that's the, the, that's the Knicks. What do you expect? <laughs> I mean, the Knicks, Knicks had they used some great squads. They used to have some battles, though, yeah. in the playoffs back in the day. So, But, uh, yeah, that's it. That's it. more my NBA yeah. stuff. We'll touch on cool. some other stuff yeah. in the next episode because I know we're kind of getting up there. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Really go into that movie talk, bro. Yeah, let's go. We'll just we'll let's we'll move the fight talk over to Thursday's episode. Yeah. Let's just get to movie good. talk because to me the movie talk is was bigger than the Jake Paul stuff. Uh, obviously, anybody who's been living under a rock didn't know that a new Spider-Man movie came out this week. Most people went and saw it because that movie made two hundred sixty million this weekend. It is now second all time. In uh, in opening weekends, behind uh, only Endgame, I mean, it went ahead. Infinity Wars is now second only to Endgame. It, I'm just all day. I've been just working on trying to think, just piecing together like a short review of this without giving any spoilers away. I mean, I was going into it. You have Peter Parker after. Uh, Far From Home has now been outed as Spider-Man by Mysterio, played by Jay Gyllenhaal. So now he's trying to live his life as a just a regular kid, but unfortunately he's now the most famous human being on the planet. Some hate him, some love him. No real gray area. And he's just trying to work the, you know, making his, you know, just being a young kid. You know, being in love, having a best friend. You know, the fact that he's an Avenger, he's just trying to get past all that. And unfortunately, it just gets too much for him, and he wants to find a way to make it all go away. So he enlists the help of Doctor Strange. And from there, this everything ensues. That's about as much as I'm going to go into it because I just really think people need to get out and go see this movie. I mean, it's one of the most fun movies I've watched all year. It's probably the most fun movie I've seen all year. Uh, see it within a giant crowd. Went to the Thursday IMAX showing, and the crowd was absolutely hyped it's you there's something crazy about sports it's weird sports you know you can get that kind of excitement and get that kind of juice but when you go to a movie theater and that juice is flowing and you get the crowd hyped i mean obviously you've seen it with Endgame, you've seen it with some of these other marvel stuff but with this one the crowd was lit i mean all everything that happened within it the the just the excitement just flowing through it just makes you enjoy it that much more 
And it's just so great to get that back in the movie theaters now is that you get to enjoy that with a big crowd. You get to no worries about going anything going on. You get to just spend a couple hours just enjoying what's on screen with everybody. You get to have fun. And that's what this movie brought. And it brought it a lot of times because it just made $260 million. I is gave that it, good? I, yeah, it's a little good. Okay. I, I gave it four and a half out of five stars. Uh, there's a couple things that I kept it from being honestly a five out of five, and it's just and honestly it could be nitpicky stuff. But four and a half out of five, it's going to be in my top five more than likely at the end of the year for, for favorite movies of the year. I couldn't recommend it enough. I agree with everything Philly just said, except for the four out of five. <laughs> Um, or four, 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 you said four, four, and, a five, four, four and, and a half out of five? Four and a half out of five. Look, this movie for me was a five. It made me feel... Perfect. It was, it looked... <laughs> I'm saying perfect. Look, okay, 4.9 if you want to See, I mean, I, I'm just saying. <laughs> no. Uh, to me, for me personally, you don't have to feel the same way. But for me personally, it hit like a lot of different things. It just made me feel kind of what Philly was alluding to. Like, it made you feel like, dude, the movie theater was lit. Yeah. You know, I went to the AMC South 20 and they have like that Dolby. Dolby, yeah. The Dolby That'd room. That been a great, yeah. Yeah, and it was just, it was lit. People were cheering. People were like emotional. It's like people get, it's like people cared and you missed that. And then just the things that played out throughout the movie. Which you know, you guys, if when you go see it, you'll understand me. It just made it just brought me back to like little little Antoine, <laughs> little mm-hmm. teenage Antoine. You know, watching these movies and it just brought so many like feelings back. I was excited, I was emotional. Not I'm not a crier or anything, but you know, it just it just hit all the points. Um, so to me, it was a five. If I had to redo my list right now. I mean, that, that's, that's be, a, that led me to that. If it would definitely be in my top five. It would be 100%. Yeah, we prisoners of the moment. Yeah, it would be in my top five. 100%. And then I looked into uh, top five of Spider-Man movies. Man, it's 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 right there. No, it's it's definitely like ooh. right there. Yeah, I mean, it, it, the the debates right. between it, Spider-Verse, and Spider-Man Two are. Legit conversations. No, I, I text the group. I text you guys right after I left the movie, and I said, "Yo, this is lit." And I said, "I think it's the best Spider-Man movie, it's the best fair, Spider-Man movie yet." It's know? a fair. Like, it's a. It's fair. And point, it's fair so. for me to say that. I, I the hype was. You know, I hate when people hype up movies and then all of a sudden it's trash. And it like, exceeded those like expectations. Like Wild Wild West, the song was better than the movie. You know what I mean? But, <laughs> but it's just like it's I just it, it was far from that. And for me, I just love everything that was. You know, part of part of the movie, which I, you know, eventually we'll talk about it more. We just don't want to ruin it for you guys, so you know, just go out there and see it, so we can talk about it. Person, um, you haven't seen it yet? No. So I want to say real quick. So I wanted to watch one and two before I go see it, and so this weekend I, I was like, uh, you know what? I'm gonna watch them. I'm gonna go ahead and knock them out. Guess what's not on anything? Spider Man one and two. I mean, like, right? Just Amazon it. I mean, obviously, I'm going to... But, like, it all came down to... I was going to have to pay $6 to watch it when I pay, you know, all this money a month for all these streaming services. Yeah, and it's not like one single <laughs> one. Yeah, not like, like one or two. Like, you know, like two's on, and, like, you have to buy one. No, it was none of them anywhere. A little salty. Bro, I feel that so much, though. I, a little I salty. I get that. And I it's like that. when you're like, oh, yeah, let me catch up. Actually, you don't have Disney Plus? It's not on there. It's not on Disney Plus. It's not on it's, Disney Plus. 
But you can watch uh, Far From. F- I think you can Disney watch Plus. Far From Home and uh, Homecoming on Disney Plus. Oh, it's on Stars. I have Stars. Do you? Yeah. Hmm. You can't use it though. Yeah. And that's the Your end mom of the show. Um, but no, guys, get out if you get it. You know, holiday season's coming up. Get out there and go see it with the family. family yeah, go see it. You'll enjoy it. Uh, one other movie I saw this weekend came out it was a new uh, Bradley Cooper uh, movie, Nightmare Alley, uh, directed by Gilmore Del Toro, Oscar winner. Uh, very interesting movie. Uh, kind of a period piece set in the for- uh, set around the forties. Uh, in the in that realm of you know people working in the circus you know mediums stuff like that people just trying to make a buck and not just make a buck but make a bunch of bucks and it's just you know cons and things like that I mean it's it was an interesting movie a bit of a slow burn performances were really solid from Bradley Cooper and uh, Kate Blanchett and Rooney Mara it's it's not gonna be for everybody I enjoyed it uh, if I give one I probably Gave it probably three, three and a half stars out of five. Uh, a solid watch, you know, uh, based uh, based off of an acclaimed book. I, you know, I have to say, people check it out, especially fans of Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper hasn't really done much lately, you know. The thing I think I remember seeing him last in, outside of I think uh, Stars Born, is him voicing Rocket in Guardians of the Galaxy, which will be one of his next things coming up too. But uh, yeah, check it out. You know, you don't have. It's not one you have to go to the theaters and see. You can enjoy it streaming when it comes out. But give it a shot and uh, you know, enjoy the movie. Philly, I'm I'm interested. I ha- I have to know before we get off. What Spider Man is better than this one, in your opinion? Well, again, here's my thing: is that we're being. It's almost being prisoners of the moment. You've seen the other ones, and you've let them. And over years, you let it marinate. I mean, we've both seen this one time, and we both clearly love it. And I do love it. It's another thing you gotta let it. I can't just immediately come out after one week and just be like, it's almost like watching you watch a guy, a receiver come out or a player come out, and they have a huge game, and you're like, man, that guy's he's guys all time. It's just you gotta let it marinate a little bit. And I, like I said, I got caught in the prison of the moment stuff. But I just can't put it at number one right now. I mean, there's so many great things that I love about uh, the first, or the I'm sorry, second Spider-Man uh, with Tobey Maguire, Doc Ock, the villain. There's just so many. That storyline was so great. The direction by Sam Raimi was fantastic. Doc Ock is my favorite villain, by the way. I mean, he. I can say For this: sure. he'd probably be mine because he's the one villain that has the most morality out of yeah. all the villains. The best villain is Green Goblin, but we can say that for another time. You're talking about like for Spider Man, yeah. Oh no, yeah, no, no! Yeah. I'm just saying, Doc yeah. Ock is my favorite. Well, I, I say, yeah. I say that with the movies. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, we haven't seen Venom versus Spider. Well, we have in Spider Man Three, but that movie sucked. Um, but I can't. I right now it's in the running with Spider Man Two into the Spider Verse, which. That Miles movie is Morales. so fucking fire. That movie is so good. I have it on PS5. It's pretty yeah. good. <laughs> um, I can't wait for Spider or Into the Spider Verse two next year. That that's one of my more anticipated movies. But right now, I just can't put it in the. I can't put it at the top spot. Like I said, I got to see it a few more times. Let it marinate, and then uh, kind of go from there. But it's definitely going to be in that conversation. Solid. Well, yeah. You boys got anything else you wanted to touch on? Oh. Get ready, everybody. Wednesday, Matrix Resurrections comes out. HBO Max Wednesday. and the theater. Wow. 
Yeah. Twenty second. Yeah. They put that on HBO Max. Yeah. I'm going to see that at the movies. Yeah. Um, also, don't miss Antoine's most anticipated movie of the holiday season, American Underdog, the Kurt Warner story. Hell no. <laughs> that shit looks like boo-boo. Hey, we'll talk about that looks next episode like because boo-boo. I do wanted, I wanted to say a couple things about it. So I can't we'll, believe we'll they let that. that shit come we'll, out. We'll, we'll save that for the next one. But uh, I did want to finish the episode on this. Maybe the most exciting moment of the weekend for myself uh, was the GOAT, the man, the myth, the legend. Tiger Woods. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Watching yeah. Tiger Woods and his son play golf this weekend was so badass on so many different levels. And watching him be able to shape a ball and do some of the things. Uh, and then watch little uh, little things his son was doing on the putting green and, uh, you know, little Tigerisms, things it, like that. Dude, it was it was awesome. If the, the PGA field isn't – well, I mean, obviously a lot of them aren't going to be playing when – he gets to being a professional, but if they aren't getting ready for Charlie Woods and what he's about to bring to that tour, oh, it's going to be insane. And you know what? If Tiger's not going to win it, I'm sure glad it was the, the other guy, and that being John Daly and his son. First of all, his son is amazing. His son is very, very yeah, good. We talk about Charlie, but Will John. Yeah. No, absolutely, dude. I mean, this is – it was, once again, just so such a fun watch, uh, but really gave me hope that – Next year could be the year where Tiger Woods gets back going. He's going to pick and choose his tournaments really easy, um, you know, very p- specific to his his game uh, uh, now in his career, uh, of course, being the Masters, being one of them. But, man, I, I think this uh, – if he can get out there and compete uh, at the level that I'm hoping that he looks like he could be because he was striking the ball very well. Um, maybe he gets another um, – yeah, they if Paul George can come I, I, back from his leg injury, Tiger no, can. Well, so that's all I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, Tiger was a lot more jumping in basketball. Too. I mean, there's a lot of craziness. Did you, did that, you see but, Paul George's leg? Well, I saw it. No, absolutely. <laughs> Paul George was also 20 something. Yeah, Tiger Woods is 40. He's like well, almost hey, 50. Tiger Woods is also worth a billion dollars. Another major is what we're hoping for this season. He better so. figure it out. <laughs> anyway, I just wanted to throw that out there because it was so awesome to see. Very cool to see. Uh, but that wraps it up for us. Uh, great show. Um, once again, got to shout out the social media. Get out there and follow us, guys. Um, give that that uh, name out there real quick for us, Antoine, for everybody out there. Uh, your mom's favorite threesome. It's on Instagram and Twitter. Yeah. Uh, Philly keeps it updated. Promise you. Yeah, he's running that. <laughs> Philly is <laughs> on fire with the, so. the social media. So get out and follow us, guys. Um, I mean, we'll appreciate the follow. Uh, for everybody that listens, we appreciate you as well. Um, yeah. Preston's not a real Colts fan. I just want to throw that out there. <laughs> get ready Thursday. We are going to do our Christmas movie draft. Yep. Get ready for that. Yep. That is going to be electric. I but. think the draft should be decided by uh, maybe like a drinking game. Okay. Because we talked about playing short bus at so one point. So, like, maybe we could do like a, a beer golf. Okay. Yeah, we could. I mean, we figure something Damn, out. You guys be like, like lost in the game. Sorry, man. <laughs> That's the problem is that. Yeah, this is. We uh, can't keep sorry. the game no, going. We're doing sure, the podcast. No, hey, we, for sure, though. That'd be fun to play. No, a we game should do like beer golf and then that is decide the order of the yeah, draft. Yeah, That's like cool. It. Yeah, I'm good with that. I like All it. Right. All right, guys. Well, we will uh, see you this Thursday. Till then, take care, and we'll talk to you then. Chitty, chitty, bang, bang.